Player prop. Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to episode 67. I want to say that I have put in my two weeks notice. I am going to be going 100% full-time paramotor pilot, paramotor instructor, paramotor guru, and that's it. That's all I'm gonna do. I'm tired of working three jobs just to have a little bit of time to play with my hobby of paramotors. I am so ready to 100% go paramotors and that's it. So anyway, on with the show. Today we have Wing It Woody. Welcome everybody. Today we have uh, an awesome guest, Wing It Woody, and we're going to introduce him in just a moment, but let's go ahead and go through our panel real quick. Uh, we have uh, Paramotor Girl, Flying Flamingo, you can find her at paramotorgirl.com. We have uh, JP Tool, and of course, he's our senior engineer that's going to take care of you in the background. Make sure you say hi to JP Tulo so he can put you on the spinning wheel of winning things. Find him at jptulo.com. You got Brian Haybill Waller. What's up, Brian Haybill Waller? You can find him and all of his crazy shenanigans at ppgbrian.com. We got Linda Anderson. She's our cheerleader. Go ahead. Yeah, see, she's got her little cheerleader things going. That's awesome. You can find her at paramomusa.com. If you want to be on the show, make sure you get up with her. We also got Paramotor Co. Co. Actually, it should be Paramotor Lear or is it PPG Lear? Should be ppglear.com. There we go. So we got Eric. He's going to be in the background. Uh, he's going to be helping us find your questions and popping them up here so we make sure that we get up with you. We also got Never Trust the Scary Chef Shane in the house. ppgshane.com. He also has a show on Tuesday nights, so make sure you run over there. He also tells jokes, so if you want him to tell a joke, you might need to say something in the chat to prompt him to tell a joke but now let's go to the man of the hour the person that you came here to listen to wing it woody robert woodall welcome to the show my friend and you still are on mute by the way so unmute yourself what's up guys <laughs> so uh tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into paramotors all right so uh robert woodall winging it woody i'm 30 uh started with dirt bikes i got a buddy of mine that I started coming over and riding bikes with me every day and then he told me that he was going to the fly, to a flying field. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to a flying field? He's like, oh, my dad flies these carts. I'm like, you mean a go-kart in the sky? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm like, dude, forget these bikes. Let's ride. We go out there. We check it out. And I'm hooked. Day one. As soon as I see this thing, I've got to get one. Got to try it. Well, of course, uh, you know, I mean, I've. I, I thought I was going to do it on my own, to be honest. I was going to go out there and wing it, just like my name says. Right. And fortunately, his dad, Neil, stepped in and he trained me, got me off the ground, and I ended up being his first student. He started a school this year. So, yeah, that's how that's how all this began. Well, before we jumped on live, we were on our pre-show, and you were telling us about all your shenanigans that's been going on. Um, I actually kind of want to jump to that uh, before we go through the other things that we talked about. Um, 
we talked about swooping into a pond. Now, JP, if you can pull that uh, video up real quick so we can kind of see what uh, happened and you can tell us what's going on in this clip. JP, whenever you're ready, sir. And tell us, what's a all swooping right. into a pond all about? So, yeah, uh, we go over to down to Plain Crazy to for a little friends, friends giving down there, a little friends and flying thing. And, of course, ev everybody's out there and I'm, really cindy and i decide i'm gonna go through and show off foot drag their pond in the front yard i'm coming over the top of it and i'm a little high so i'm like oh i can swoop this i go through i pull my brakes let it loose and about the time my feet hit the water i realized i had messed up you can see i tried to go full power i thought i'm getting out of it and oh, almost right had it, dude almost Almost. Nope. I didn't get out of it. Really, if you look close, my heel is inches from the prop, dude. So it looked, close. Yeah, dude. it looks like yeah, it looked like your legs went backwards. Yeah, straight both his back, legs yeah. back by the cage there. Both legs went back. They act my heel actually caught the bottom of my zenith. And then as soon as I realized I went full power, went for the flare, I wasn't getting any climb. So I just hit the kill switch and took a deep breath and grabbed my buckles. As soon as I grabbed my buckles, I was underwater and went to kicking my feet. My head pops up and I realize I'm fine. Well, I didn't even unhook. I didn't want to. I was like, man, I'm not going to swim back out of here for my gear. I'm just going to swim it to shore. My head's up. I'm, I just start kind of doggy paddling my way, keeping to shore. As soon as my toes start hitting some soft mud, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Then that's when my glider lines got tight. And once your glider line, you know, I mean, the glider dove, you see it dive forward and pitch into the water. Every sail filled up with water just as if it was wind. So it's fully inflated or whatever you want to call it underwater. And it's like a big anchor. I could not move. I dug it. You know, I mean, two grown men are reaching off the shore, grabbing my cage, trying to snatch me out the water. I'm telling them to stop thinking I'm about to damage my glider. Finally, I, you mean, Thinking rationally, I just grab my brake lines, pull them, and that pulls the glider to the top of the water, and I'm it frees me and lets me climb out of the pond. The angle, the angle looks like the wing is going into some tree branches. Is that just a mirage? Yeah, it's the well. I was see the pond does like this little kidney bean shape, so I knew that as soon as I touched, I was going to turn and just make the whole kidney bean. But no, it's the angle. I'm. I'm a good ways away from the tree. This is actually the neighbors. So the the video, we're super lucky to have. The neighbors just seen it, and they was like, oh, this guy's about to mess up. Pulled out their <laughs> phone, and there it is. Man, that could have like that could have gone bad. I'm glad so, you're okay. How deep was that water, and where, where were you wearing flotation? No float, 14 foot deep and no flotation. Yeah. And you're not 15 feet tall, so that could no. have been dangerous. Tell, tell us what happened when you when you went into the water. What would you do to unbuckle and break free? Well, as, like I said, as, as soon as I went, knew I was going under, I hit the kill switch and I grabbed my buckle. I went for my chest buckle and my lap belt at the same time, I, right after taking a breath. And I, as soon as I hit, I started kicking my feet and my head popped up. I'm, I was only underwater like maybe a second, two seconds. It didn't feel long at all. And when I realized I was floating perfectly safe on top of the half the half tank of empty gas that I had, because I only had six liters in a 12-liter tank, 
So I was floating good and I realized I was safe. I didn't even unbuckle. I just went to swim in my gear to shore. And yeah, don't recommend doing that. I recommend have a have floats, have a cut knife. Because when those gli- when that glider gets full of water and those strings get tight, you're not moving it. You are stuck. Just because you're floating, the game is not over. How long did it take for people to the bystanders to get there to your aid? Uh, luckily, this uh the dude Cody, Cody was there and in his boxers way before my feet hit the mud. He was ready to dive in, and I'm sitting there. No, I got it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. That's but yeah, awesome. they were, it was super quick. That's that's the fortunate thing about every. Nobody wants to see. Any, everybody wants to keep them safe. Of course, I got clowned on the whole weekend for the rest of the weekend. As you should have, you know. As I should have, so. rightfully so. But yeah. I mean, I mean in, all, in all fairness, you know, they say the sport is as safe as we make it, and you know, whenever we foot drag water, we put ourselves at greater risk for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. There's yes. a lot of stories of people that, that went in water doing something like that. I guess it's got a lot of drag when you hit it, man. More yeah, than well, you, you, see, you would expect, you know. That's you see where my feet went. As soon as they hit, it was a second. They're behind me. And now and a full power tried to get them in front of me. And, yeah, next thing you know, my knees hit. All I remember is my face hit smack. That terrifies me. Think about you're at full throttle and your legs are behind you trying to get into the prop, man. You, you say you managed to kill the engine as you're going in? As, as I well? was going under. Yeah, because so my feet hit. They went behind me. I went for a flare slash full power. And then my I pulled my knees up in front of me. And that's when I realized when my knees got wet. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going under. And I, then I hit it. It still ended up getting a couple of uh, rotations and filling my block up with water. So we had to clear it all out. Got my heart rate up. Just thinking about it, man, visualizing going through it. I, that's uh, oh. that's rough. I, t- I took a dive in the water not long ago too. And, uh, you know, the thought of drowning does cross your mind. It did. Yeah. Instantly. As soon as you hit, yeah, that's the first thing. I'm not going to lie. I was like, Oh no, here I am. I'm another st- statistic. How, how hard was it did to you- get out of your harness? Do what? Sorry, Sean had a question. My bad, man. Oh, I, I was just, I was just wondering. You know, it's like, uh, did you think you were gonna? Oh, uh, like I said, for a half second, I was going through. I went underwater. I was like, oh no, here I am. So I took a deep breath, and I instantly kick, went, went to kicking my feet, and I was wading the water. So as soon as my head come up and I was wading, I knew I was clear. So it, it was for a brief moment. Yeah, I thought I was in some serious trouble. But really, with everybody that was there watching, I I know I could hold my breath a while. I figured someone would come in and keep me, would rescue me. But you never know, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know. So of course that thought crossed my mind. What were you gonna say, Brian? I was just wondering, uh, you know, trying to get out of your harness once you're in the water. How hard was that? Well, um, I did. I get in and out of a harness every day for work. So it, it's kind of the buckles are second nature to me, just where they're at. So I instantly went for the chest and the lap. My hands were on them. But when my head popped up, I didn't I honestly just didn't want to have to get wet again to get it out. So I didn't even get out of my harness the whole time. I just swam to shore and climbed out with my motor on my back. You said you're on a, a Zenith, which is yeah. uh, the Dudak harness. Uh, yeah, that, that harness has always made me nervous because the the more you pull on those straps, the more secure the buckles are. So if you're pulling on it, 
if you're yanking on the buckle and squeezing it, it's not going to come undone, right? Like you have to ease it up and pinch or it won't release, correct? Yeah, yeah, you're, you are correct. Yeah, once they're loaded up, they really don't like to come undone. Mm-hmm. Can you show that clip again? Um, yeah. JP, I was just showing his other footage while we were talking uh, from his channel. Yeah, I was uh, adding names to the wheel, which can't screen share. And yeah, that was just one of the times complacency almost got me. Yeah, we're going to go to your other complacency here in just a moment. But uh... yeah, I wish I had footage of that one. That was wild. I don't think you mentioned, but you said all your gear was fine after you went into the water, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my reserve got wet, so we we threw it. I got to do a practice reserve throw that day. We drew, we uh, cranked up another motor, another cart, put it up against the wheel, and I stood out there in the field. We dried it out using it. And, uh, yeah, everything was fine. We went through, uh, inspected it. Uh, Matt was there. So he... Uh, we went to, we had to pull the spark plug, pulled the starter a few times, water shot like 10 foot out of the spark wow. plug hole. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And How then long we have cranked you been it flying? up in it. A year and a half now. A year this and a half, roughly ballpark. How many hours would you say you had? Three to 400 at least. So you do some flying. You're like, at uh, least. yeah, right on. Yeah, it's, it's not unusual for me to put 10 or 12 hours in in a weekend, a weekend, mm-hmm. two or three days. He sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, I really you am do addicted. A lot of, I got uh, bit by this thing. Do you do like cross country, like uh, long flights or a bunch of uh, short flights? Um, I mostly do high-altitude high acro runs. Nice. Like I'll just like to climb up to five thousand foot and fall with style all the way down to a thousand. Yep. Yeah. I've I've had the cops called out to our local field to have to do a wellness check a couple times. They pull up and they're like, "Hey, we heard that there was a a, one of y'all falling out of the sky about to crash." (laughs) Everybody. Wow. And I'll come swooping down, circle the guy, and land. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, we're good." Yeah, they, they, they pretty well know now. Anytime they get a phone call, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, Woody acting a fool out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any of the police officers take interest in it, the sport? They Every time they show up, they show interest, but we haven't had one actually come out yet. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's you hear a lot of stories about people just seeing it, you know, a paramotor for the first time and then, uh, you know, chasing them to the land and, and then learn how to fly them. Yeah, yeah. Winging it, Woody. 59 subscribers, man. We're going to have to work on that right now. Yes, we will. You can uh, go to his channel on YouTube, and you can get there by going to paramotorguest.com, or you can just search for it at Winging it, it Woody. Woofy Woody. Make sure you subscribe and hit that bell notification. Yeah, that'll motivate me to finish this camping trip video I've been working on. Absolutely. So we got 59 subscribers. Let's see how many subscribers we can get oh, you up I'm, to. I'm still at 60 already, and I am number 61. Woohoo! Appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. I'm going to keep it up with your content, though, for sure. For sure. What size car are you on? Uh, that's a 20. 
20. Nice. I'm about Ooh. to list it for sale and go into an 18. Really? How much you want yeah. for it? What? That's you doing all that acro? Yes, sir. Dude, he's out of control. Look at this. Dynamic sets. Wow. Yep. Is that video uh, that being played in real time or is that fast forward? This is real time. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, at the end, whenever you see where I go from a, a sat into like an asymmetrical sat, that's real time, and the second this right here, this is real time, and then I go through and I slow it down just so you can actually see how many rotations get into it. Oh yeah, this is just a loop. I actually learned how to how to do the dynamic sat this week that weekend out there in Abita. Looks good, dude. Looks good. It was yeah, dude. It's uh, it's on the carve. It's fast. How many hours do you have on that carve? Uh. At least, at least half my time, probably. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's taking a bath, so yeah. I'll give you a grand for it. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm actually got a buddy of mine who's interested in it. Oh yeah, he's gonna fly it next week. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, I want to put new strings on it before I sell it. Yeah, that's, I'm... yeah, that's something that happens when they get wet. Is uh, I I've heard that the Depending on how you dry it, they can stretch or actually not. What's the opposite of stretch? They can shrink. They can still shrink. Yeah, which you don't really have the shrinking issue with Kevlar as bad because they're Kevlar strings. Well, and those aren't sheathed, correct? They're not sheathed either. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, speed. Yeah, like this is slowed down right here. Just as you can see that it was asymmetrical. Mm -hmm. But very cool, dude. Very cool. Awesome, man. Nice stunt step too. Where are you located again? Uh, McComb, Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. Mississippi, yep. man. You ride around a corner for me in Alabama. Yeah, right across, oh, yeah. Uh, right across, right across the river for me too. So you know, we probably need to go and uh, fly together. We definitely need to link up. Was any of uh, y'all at Endless Foot Drag last year? No, I will be next year. I missed it. Sweet, sweet. I since i am quitting my jobs and i'm doing paramotors full time i might be able to make it to a lot of the fly-ins this year just saying hey it looks like uh, paraswag usa is raising his hand if you want to ask a question go ahead unmute yourself and ask a question paraswag usa what's up woody oh man how are you doing guess what i have in today you have the rebel I have a man. Sweet. I'll yeah, just tell. I'll text you, and you can tell me what color you want. I'll tell you what I have. Awesome. Yeah, I've been flying there. Uh, the Evo Alpha, shredding it, and that thing's a lot of fun. I really look forward to sending the Rebel. Yep. 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 I just wanted to let you know about that. Uh, did you get the uh, Alpha sent off? Hopefully, it's packaged up and will be in the mail tomorrow. Awesome. 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 I know he's he's stoked about getting that. Yeah, I, I took this last-minute trip down here to in Broussard, and that's what kind of held me up. I apologize. Oh, it, it is what it is, man. I'll just let him know. Yeah. Was you flying uh, the Evo in any of those uh, videos that you were showing? Uh, the dynamic set, the one he just played, yeah, that was on the Evo. I'm pretty sure. And the arms held up for you on that on that paramotor pretty good? Yeah, they're holding up great. I haven't bent them. I've I bent the Parajet arms like the second time I did one of those dynamic sats. I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but no, the, uh, I've done 
probably a half a dozen to 10 or 10 uh, sats on the alpha and they're great. Solid. How's Dude, the, awesome. uh, the torque steer on that? Or um, The alpha, the hang points, it's the, the cloth point where it attaches. It allows it to pivot at the arm and it's a little bit lower than the thrust line of the engine. So you do get a little torque from it. I compensated that by adding a second soft link to the to the swing arm to kind of make it attach here. So now instead of the pivot point being here on the swing arm, it's up here above the thrust line. So the thrust line's hit here now. And that really took away most of it. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking through the chat. Um, do we have any uh, questions in the chat? Eric or Jade? Uh, no questions in the chat yet. Okay. <clears throat> so I had one earlier that I had asked in chat, but y'all missed it. Uh, okay. About... Uh, yeah, I, I was just about to remind them about that. That uh, something about some high line at Neil's. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Thanksgiving, two weeks after that, after the whole swooping into the pond, I just had a complacent month. Uh, we took off from the local airport, flew to the Wendy's. Then we took off from Wendy's, flew to another friend's house, doing a small cross country. We lost track of time, started getting dark, and the winds picked up. I realized I couldn't make it back to where I took off from. So we was just flew crosswind to another friend's house, Niels, who flies and who trained me. Done landed there a hundred times, dude. At least it's just getting dark. I got super comfortable because I've been landed in at Windy, you know, just got complacent. I'm coming down this this highway. I kick the top of a tree. I bank a hard right turn, kind of swoop it. I'm lined up perfect for his house because he lives on a hill. So you have to come in and land into the hill and flare and kind of balloon to stick it. So I'm getting ready to build up all that energy and as soon as i bank right i'm lined up beautifully i look there's a power line right there in between me and my glider yikes yep so naturally i stuffed the left brake and it was already too late it sent it pitched in and i'm swinging now i'm just on this thing swinging and spinning I'm rotating back and forth between looking at the highway, looking at the house. And my buddy Neil, it's his house. He landed there first. I see him up there. He's rushing, getting his gear off. So I'm like, I'm dangling. I heard the pop of the transformer. Oh, so I no. knew the power was good. You don't have video so, of this, do you? No. And my GoPro died. Nobody was recording. No. So while I'm dangling and swinging back and forth, spinning, I'm seeing Neil Rush getting his gear off. I'm like, okay, at least there's help on the way because he owns a bucket truck. So if you're going to... That's convenient. Yeah, if you're going to get stuck, at least do it in the man's yard who owns a bucket truck. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, help's on the way. Next thing you know, wham, I fall. I just hit the ground. Ooh. Yeah. And it's right on the edge of a ditch. So he said that when he stepped from around the barn, he couldn't see me at all. And next thing you know, he just saw me climbing out the ditch. So he was, I'm the whole time I'm thinking he's on his way to help me. He has to use the bathroom. He never <laughs> saw me. Oh, no. He's rushing <laughs> to get his gear off to go to the bathroom. 
Yeah, he finds out what happened by his wife coming outside, and she's like, the power's off. What happened? And that's when I'm down there, and they see me with half my cage dangling, prop busted. Uh, yeah. So, Woody, what you're saying is your accident scared the crap out of somebody else. <laughs> Literally <laughs> scared the crap out of me. <laughs> so, it actually got us. So, all right. So, picture, I'm climbing out of a ditch with half a cage dangling by the net and the zenith prop busted i'm mad ticked off because i just did that stupid thing knowing i mean like i said i've taken off and landed there at least a hundred times i know there's a power line still left i just i thought it came at a different angle i didn't know it went straight across like that but hindsight's 2020 so as soon as i climb out of this ditch here comes this white suv pulling up I'm like, all right, somebody's done seen me and have an accident. They're going to make sure I'm okay. Well, they pull up and they're like, hey, uh, we saw you fall from the sky. How, how did you fall? I point, I'm like, yeah, I hit this power line right here. I just didn't see it until it was too late. They're like, oh, that's crazy. We see you flying all the time. Would would you take me for a flight? And wow. I'm just like, what? You just watched me in a power line and you want to fly with me? Oh, wow. wow. You were crazy. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I guess as, as soon as you hit the wing drape across more than one line and shorted it out. Yeah, yeah. It was uh it was just a two line, a top and a bottom line. It went over the top, pulled it straight down into the bottom. And bef yeah. you know, before I even realized what happened, the power was already off. So, so basically you that you were not grounded at all, zero current flowed through you. Oh no, I was nowhere. I was probably ten foot from the ground still. Uh, the the glider because it went uphill you know the his house goes up a hill like this and i hit way back here and the power line's going towards his house from the other side of the highway and my wing barely went over it if from where the lines hit about this far down from my glider detachment points or where the abrasion marks are to show it's literally where the the main lines come up and it starts to split off into little lines that's where the abrasion marks are. And they barely went over. So did you have to replace all your lines after that or? Um, that's one of the, they, uh, that's why I'm ordering. I've ordered new lines. They're on their way. I sent it off to get it repaired at uh, Miss Elizabeth because it, it went through and somehow it burned holes in the wingtip. Yeah. So I had to get, I had to get four sails and like that whole tip replaced. I, mean, I can't thing. believe the wing, if you know, if the wing shorted out between two lines, I can't believe it's salvageable at all, hardly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's, that's well, amazing. Yes, yeah, she sent it back. She said it was perfectly safe after her inspection. Uh, they did a break. Uh, Miss Elizabeth down in uh, Louisiana. Louisiana, I mean, Florida. Paratour, I think, is the name of the company. Paratour, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, uh, when we got it back, you know, of course, after she tells me, she's like, oh, everything's good on it. I replaced the pieces of fabric. And the two break the tip steering line, and the, it broke the stabilo line also. So they replaced both stabilo lines because when you replace one, you do the other. She said it was all good. Well, right, be right before me and Matt, we're we're planning on doing that. Uh, we did a trip down to Grand Isle, a camping trip to Grand Isle. Linda knows she she was there for. He actually did a podcast while we were out there. But right before that trip, we were inspecting the glider. And we noticed those abrasion marks I was talking about. 
And, you know, I, mean, I throw down every day, hardcore, sat after sat into barrel roll, into wing over, just, and so that, that makes me uncomfortable. We called her and FaceTimed her and we was like, hey, uh, we found this after your inspection. Are you sure this is safe? She's like, yes, yes, honey, it's perfectly safe. But if you don't feel comfortable, replace them. But I can guarantee, I'll guarantee it's safe. Hmm. So uh, the carve is very durable, <laughs> to say the least. That wow. is really amazing. I know with the with all the acro that you do, I know with the, with the acro that I do, my lines they don't last very long. You said that you uh, uh, flew three hundred to four hundred hours. That's about where I'm at right now. But um, between two wings, is that the only wing that you have right now? Uh, well, fortunately, well that yeah, I have it in a, a big A wing that I use for just thermal and such like that. My starter wing, but I rarely fly it. Fortunately, Neil has a school. It started up his school, and he's got a plethora of gliders. So that's actually how I got to the carve is I started on the A-wing. Then I went to a smaller, like a 24-and-a-half or 25-and-a-half A-wing. I was throwing it around, and then I went to a 26 Falcon. I really enjoyed the Falcon, but I just wanted something, you know, a little more than what the Falcon was doing. And I demoed the carve 22 I loved it. I was hooked on that. And then once I went to order one, Matt was like, no, dude, get the 20. Don't worry about the 22. You're going to love it. And he was right. He was right. So, so a total of three wings you've had so far. Uh, well, actually the carve was my second wing personally. Okay. Like that was the second you, wing. What made ball. you decide on that size? The 20. Yeah. Um, after flying the 22, I really What's enjoyed your it. Weight? It before we, one 185 185 okay and that the carve is available what 16 through 22 something like that uh i think they list 18 through 22 on their website but you can get it in a 16 uh-huh yep and uh you didn't want to go with the 22 that's too big well i demoed the 22 and i uh, i liked it i really enjoyed uh-huh. it but i i mean i don't know i just a little more dynamic on the 20 yeah yeah. 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 A little more dynamic. Shout out to Kent Stamey in the chat. He gave 20 bucks and, and Will Fly gave five. Appreciate you guys. Nice. Very good. Yes. Thank you very, very, very much. Thanks, guys. Uh, Mark yeah. H just said, too, I wonder what life of nine he's on. Dude, if you've heard of the way I rode motorcycles, I'm probably on 11. Wow. Yeah. I've, uh, my record time from Macomb, Mississippi to New Orleans, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this without getting in trouble, but we'll see, is 45 minutes. Well, well, you can say uh, allegedly, you know, I can go yeah, this fast, yeah, yeah, but I really yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly, well, if it wasn't can, on public roads, you can, you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. yeah. Off-roading. Yeah. You're doing it all Alleg- So Supposedly, from what I've heard is it, you can make it from Macomb, Mississippi to New Orleans in 45 minutes on a motorcycle. So if you were, if you could do it in that time period, what's the average speed that someone, not you, of course, would have gone? What was the speed? Average 140 speed? miles an hour, even on, even on the dotted line. Mm. I, I have to say, man, I've been faster than that on a motorcycle. Uh, that long though, for 45 minutes? Have, have you ever made no, for that long. 45 minutes? Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's an yeah. average. 
That was the average. Yeah. Anytime that there was traffic, you come up on traffic, the uh, in the game, you want to slow down. You know, what I mean, you don't want to go through and just spit. So, but yeah, I have, I have to be honest, man. I, I, I like I like your personality and, and your your go get in this, man. But you you make me a little nervous, man. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I have I have toned it down a lot. I have toned it down a lot. This just like, like, uh, honestly, man, it's coming. It, like I keep thinking of uh, Dustin. Like there's so yeah. many, uh, there's so many things you have in common, and I know that you've probably gotten that a little bit. So I hate to even bring it up, but man, we we especially to everyone in the chat and everybody watching, I think it's really important that we stress uh, safety. And yeah, see, know. and that's part of the reason I have toned it down is one. You I mean I don't want to influence other people because just because I've at a year and a half, everybody's like, oh, dude, he's only been flying a year and a half. So in a year, I that should be able to I do can go do that. Yeah. Yes. They don't see that the 200 hours that I spent climbing to 5,000 feet learning wingovers before yeah. I did my first barrel roll. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they didn't see all that and they don't think about it. They're just like, oh, dude, he sends, I can send. And that has opened my eyes a lot. I mean, I don't want to influence nobody. And not only that, I kind of I want to do this. So I'm old. I don't want to just end it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That power line really opened my eyes. The, the pond didn't scare me. I was, I honestly kind of laughed at it. I'd said I'd do it again, but no, the power line opened how complacent I was getting. Yeah. They sneak up on you. They, they sneak up on you. Cause that's it. As soon as you get over comfortable, you think that you've got everything in the bag. That's when yep. it happens. That's yep. when you stuff, it. stuff just happens so fast, man. You know, and when you're when you're low, there's just no time to deal with it. The mistakes are, you know, that he says caught. that he goes up. He says that he goes up high and does oh, yeah. the stuff. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Brian Waller is a pimp. Uh, Nick Griffith with a five dollar donation. Thank you very much. Yeah, he gave my secret to early retirement out. Damn you, Nick. <laughs> uh, is that people you want to up? <laughs> but now nah, winging it woody man for for real man I, I mean dude you're killing it i mean for for example i've got a year and a half uh, i've been flying as well and i've only got like 50 hours and uh well, i didn't even make break it too you yeah, took a break. I, I, well three months but but anyway right. man we, we all we all learn at our own rates I've, I've met several people like you that are real go-getters that you know, they're, they're up there doing acro and advanced stuff in their first year. Um, but it's because they put in the time and they've got so much experience flying already. Um, so some people learn at different rates for sure. Um, but it is as safe as we make it. And man, I sure hate to, I, I sure hate to, you know, get a, a message in a chat one day to hear that you had an accident for sure. Yeah. No, I'm keeping it high. I've got an excellent, uh, I've been working with Matt a lot lately or actually, probably since the beginning, he was there for my first flight at our fly-in in Mississippi that we have. And he witnessed my first flight. He saw me, he saw the progression. Like the first nine months, I was your typical coming in, landing in the middle of the field pilot. And then it just, it clicked. Like I realized that I ended up getting flying into a storm gut, a storm front and managing that getting on the ground safely and all that and it opened my eyes that hey dude you can fly you know what you're doing just relax don't get so stressed and then talking with matt and a few other pilots getting pointers 
uh, just rest slowly. Hey, we have a we have a couple questions in the chat. Uh, one of them from Jim CR120. How old are you? And he sounds like um, he sounds he sounds like many young guys, ten feet tall, and bulletproof. Um, Woody, how old are you? I'm thirty. Okay, and how many reserves do you fly with, considering your risk factor from slow days? Uh, one at the moment, but the second one is ordered because okay. the next, the next from here, the next maneuvers that I'm going to are are really technical. I mean, the dynamic sat is technical in itself, but you've got a lot of energy. The next ones, they're going to get a little more and more tricky from here. So I'm going to go through and have that second reserve. Plus, I'm getting a smaller glider, so. I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and, and ask. I'm guessing you've probably had an SIV or you've been to some sort of SIV type course? No, sir. No. All this was learned over a cow pasture in Macomb, Mississippi. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. You don't have to call me <laughs> sir, man. I'm not much older than you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hey, Woody, how much time did you have under your belt when I met you at EFD? Uh, I was, I had just made a year, wait, that was in September, right? So I wasn't even a one-year pilot then. Yeah, I was, uh, what, 10 months into the, into flying and. But you were already doing wingovers. You weren't doing any sats at that oh, moment I, at that time. Yeah, I was super, yeah, I didn't understand the sat. And when I, I saw somebody do the sat while I was there and I was, I was like, whoa, that is the next move for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing I think, barrel rolls, wing overs, just cutting it up every time. Like I would hang out with Matt down there, and while I'm sitting there, people would walk up and be like, "Dude, I seen you shredding it over there this morning." And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, you did." And he's like, "Yeah, you were on your blue car," and he'd just laugh. And he's like, "Bro, I've been flying tandems all day. That wasn't me." I was just sitting back there grinning because you know what I mean. For people to compare that your maneuvers to that somebody who's been flying at that caliber for so long. I was, I thought I was the man. Dude, I had, I remember that video that you and Matt did in the paratent because you had yeah. long hair then and you were laying on your stomach and we walked by and it looked like there was a girl laying there with uh, Matt and you raised up. I'm like, what the? <laughs> it was that, that was actually Carson down there from uh, Happy Thoughts. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that it was, was Carson. I forgot. That's right. Yeah. That was his idea. He walks up. He's like, dude. We ought, you, you should let your hair down and let's get in the tent. We'll video somebody walking up and they'll be like, hey, bro, it's time to fly. I look up and then you turn around and real and reveal that you're a man and <laughs> in a goof. I'm like, yeah, let's go, bro. Let's do it. That's funny. There's lots of questions rolling into the chat for him now, man. Hey, real quick, real quick. Uh, while I got everyone here, we get a, a quick uh, screenshot. Everyone will just uh, smile. Yeah. One, two, three, paramount or cheese. Perfect. Thanks, guys. I think I heard three of them. <laughs> Hopefully, one of them will work. Yeah. Um, base jumping. I think I saw someplace, somebody, yep. uh, Tony Marzano asked uh, any base jumping. Uh, I'm supposed to take, I'm supposed to do my first base jump at the end of this month in uh, Utah. Um, look, I'm pumped about that. I just found out this week, actually, that that's a go. Wow. Yep. So I'll be I'll do my first paragliding trip and base jump in the same weekend. 
if weather permits, of course. I have to ask Woody, and I should know this, but do you, are you married and do you have children? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a forever no or something. <laughs> I mean, mar- marriage is weird. It's like, I love you so much. Let's get the government involved. Right. No, you know, you're, so you're like, and you're the kid thing, I love kids, but I like, I really like living this lifestyle that I'm living now. And uh, you couldn't do that with another life that you're responsible for. That is true. Yeah, very true. At, at least the way you're carving up the sky. Yeah, well, I don't think that would change, but the whole just like leaving on a random Wednesday night to drive to Broussard to fly for the weekend or calling up and striking out to go to Grand Isle camping for the weekend on the same note, just one Wednesday night, we're leaving Thursday morning, sending it. Hey, I would so have, real quick, Brian. John Wayne is in the air listening to us on the podcast as he's flying. So, um, hey, John Wayne, thank you for listening while you're flying. Love you, John. That's yeah, awesome. I almost did this podcast from the air, but it was a little trashy. So I decided to just best sit down here and the win. Podcast or the air? Yeah. Yeah. I had my reserve <laughs> set up and everything. So who, who's giving you the free flight lessons on uh, paragliding out in Utah? We're going to meet with, up with Chris Santa Croce. Yeah, I think yeah. I heard that name before. Yeah. yeah. He sounds yeah. familiar. He's, he's pretty decent from what I hear. Yeah, it sounds like you're meeting some pretty big names in the sport already. That's yeah. pretty cool. I know. Who, who he met up with up Brian with? Waller. I mean, that's 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 pretty big name right there. Who's Dude, that guy? <laughs> we, like you said, we started at this, uh, close to the same time. And right as you hit the hay bale, I was just getting comfortable with low flying. So you set me back so far after that. Wow. Like, because I was apparently I was didn't nervous. set you back far enough. You landed in water, hitting power lines. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was probably good. Uh, that's funny, man. I'm glad. That's funny you saw the video. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people saw the video. Brian, everybody's seen the video. Yeah, I think so. Everybody in the paramotor community and a few others probably. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, we we, got to learn from our mistakes, man. That's it. See, that's why most people are ashamed. They don't want to share what they've done, the mistakes they've made, because they want to hold this reputation. They're like, oh, I'm great, and I've never done anything wrong. I want to vocally express what I've done wrong. That way other people will realize Oh snap! You know, I mean, don't don't get complacent. He got here, and look at everything it took to get here, all because he got in a rush. He wanted to get there today. You know, if I went down the list of props and spars that I went through, goofing off and trying to do all this on my own, it would boy, I definitely lost some money. So so there's there's a saying that I've heard: what you don't spend on training, you'll spend on gear and frustration. Will you very, say that's true? Very true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I talked to some other true. people that self-train are like, yeah, I never broke a prop. You know, I've never broke anything. And, uh, you know, there's there's exceptions to every rule. But, yeah, that's that's what I heard. So, so tell us I more mean, about your training. So uh, my training, I was my instructor's very first student. Uh, he learned he's been flying for nine years under the parachute on a, just a route locally. He did it all on like he had friends come in and out, but they would get they did powered parachutes at first. 
So him and like four friends had the powered parachute and they backed out of it. So he ended up being on his own. And when I come through, I, after my buddy introduced me to him, I started learning. I, I was doing like everybody getting on eBay and Facebook, trying to find the cheapest machine I could because I really couldn't afford to get in the sport, even though I liked it so much. And he was constantly telling me, he's like, dude, the gear is going to make the difference. The gear is going to make the difference. And he kept pushing me. He was like, dude, you need to go training somewhere, giving me, pushing me towards Matt. Talking about go towards Matt, go to Matt. Finally, he realized that I'm hardheaded. I'm not going to go somewhere. So he helped me get, he talked me into, he found, helped me find an A-wing, a Nova 28. Uh, he taught me the basics of chitin. And he agreed that he would, I could take my first flight on his equipment. As long as, you know, I mean, everything was perfect. I had to have everything down. So I spent three days in Neil Wynn, perfect flying conditions, like literally zero to five, Justin five in this field, running up and down, practicing forward launches on a 28 meter, like six to eight hours every day, just kind of back and forth, up and down this field. Like the winds were so soft, I could literally forward launch one way, lay the glider out and just forward launch back the other way down the field for three days in a row before I took my first flight. So I earned it. I, mean, I definitely had to work for it. There I got a question for you. A lot of questions in the chat. Go ahead. I got Jay. a question. I got a question real quick. Have you done any kind of uh, maneuvers um, such as barrel rolls or whatever on your A-wing? Yeah. Uh, I was, well, not a barrel roll per se, but I was doing huge wingovers and taking collapses left and right. Like I would just get over the top and let the whole side collapse out from underneath it. And I didn't care. It just didn't bother me. And Matt seen me do it one day and he was like, dude, that's not the way you need to chill out, chill out on that. Because like, you know, the A-wing's not ever meant to really go over the top on it. I mean, sure. If you heavily load one, you can have, you could throw it around and have some fun, but a 28 meter, Nah, you're not really meant to go over and loop it. Right. It's about 10 till 8, and we're going to be spinning in about 10 minutes. So make sure you say hi to JP Tulo and uh, let him know that you are in the chat and you want to be on the spinning wheel of winning things. Uh, one thing that we haven't talked about yet is how did you get your name? All right, so the winging it actually started well far before I started wanted to fly, uh, I had this idea of just buying like beater dirt bikes and motorcycles, winging it, figuring out what's wrong with them, fixing it, and then sending it full send. Just, and I wanted to make a YouTube channel, winging it, Woody, where I fixed it, just fixed motorcycles. Uh, I kind of lost interest into that after, as soon as I got shown this motorcycle, as soon as I got shown a paramotor and it stuck, I was like, wow. So I, I chose my name before I ever even started flying. So you did. Defense. Oh, we, we got a bunch of um, uh, questions in the chat. Who wants to go through all the questions that uh, Eric put in the Zoom? Eric, uh, did you want to ask the questions or who wants to ask the questions? I can. Uh, here we go. Yeah, no, somebody else. Go ahead. I'm, I'm still monitoring chat. Okay. Okay, so Kent Stamey uh, says, what Woody does isn't for everyone, but just like any sport, you need people like him in the sport to help with advancing the equipment for the rest of us because he will 
push it past the limit, constantly pushing the limit. I think that's pretty accurate. That is very um, accurate. Yeah. Uh, Jim CR120 uh, says Chris Santa Croce has some wise words about uh, risk management and taking risks. Um, question for Woody from Jim CR120 Has anybody bad. expressed their concern to you in person? How energetic was their communication? Did they did they yell? I think he's talking about uh, your risk profile. Um, oh, I mean, you ever, ever have any family get up in your face and be like, "Man, you got to quit doing this yeah. stuff." Yeah. Well, my, no, my family knows how I am. They they kind of expected it. They was like, "Oh no, we already know what this is about to lead to." They were there the first time I the my, the flying we had. Matt showed up, and of course, you know, he went up and did his thing. So they saw that, and when they saw that, and they knew what was coming, they knew it was coming. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, Neil, my trainer, he actually he slowed he's he he slowed me down a bunch. Like I said, I was coming over the top of my A wing, taking collapses left and right, and that's whenever he decided. That's whenever he was like, "Here, look, that he he pushed me to try a, a smaller wing and moving up to the Falcon." Uh, of course, anybody who's Cindy under a year everybody tells me that I was taking unnecessary risks and looking back at it, I have, I did take a lot of uncalculated risks, some low level acro that I really didn't know what I was doing, things like that. So yeah, I definitely have heard it from a bunch and I'm a firm believer that people need to hear that. Like if I wouldn't have heard it, things could have gotten worse. I probably could have already tried the tip drag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I definitely, I, that was a goal. I wanted to get, touch my wingtip to the ground in the beginning. I was like, oh yeah, it's awesome. Well, and you kind of, you kind of did that in the pond. You kind of dipped it into the water. So you kind of got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure I'm fully capable of doing it. I know I can, but like y'all say, the risk versus reward, like what, what is it? Ooh, I touched the ground and I damaged my glider slightly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is true. That is just to be uh, that voice again, uh, just be careful, man. I think everyone uh, is happy to have you around and we want to keep you around for a long time. So I think I I appreciate that. Yes. We say, you know, just keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing, but keep it a measured, you know, sort of style. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, Tony Marzano uh, says, is this dude doing the van life? That looks like you're in a, got drapes behind you are you in a conversion van or something i'm in matt's sprinter van okay avoiding the wind. yeah i'm, yeah, I'm looking matt, for a van now actually yeah, matt does the van life uh yep any, yeah, i'm uh, looking any, for a van to join yeah angela Preslick wants to know uh are you planning on doing any instruct instructing or training or anything yeah uh i'm really i'm i'm am i i do plan on doing some instructing I'd like to go through and start training here within the next few years, for sure. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Jim CR120, question for Woody. Did we already do that one? Do you have any kids or nieces or nephews? Would you recommend they follow in your footsteps as a pilot? What advice might you offer them? If, uh... Uh, yeah, no kids. I do have uh, four nephews and a niece who are awesome. I, I love them. And yeah, yeah, I definitely, I, I know one of them's hooked. One of them's definitely going to fly when he's old enough. Awesome. And it didn't, hanging out with Fly White did not help my chances. Oh, it, yeah, that'll do it. Huh? Yeah, none. But 
I don't believe, like, I don't think kids have enough fear for this sport. Yeah. Like, you know I mean, they get up there. I, I know me under the age of 16, I definitely did not need to be on one of these. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at 25, I probably didn't need to be on this. I mean, I was very at, at, four, at, yeah. at 40. You're going to look back and say at 30, I shouldn't have been on. Right. One. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Very much, very much. Probably. I, I feel like, uh, it's terrible. Some of the videos of the accidents that we see, but I, they serve a purpose. And, um, so often we only see the good, you know, in the sport. And I think there's a lot to be learned, um, by releasing the accident videos. And yeah, very much, very much. So if people would just talk about the mistakes, other people probably won't make, Mm -hmm. you know, at least recognize the mistakes and and analyze them to see what, what could have been prevented to see you explain know, what should have been done. Yeah. Absolutely. Like in the pond, mm-hmm. I should have just done a go around. I'm fully capable of foot dragging that pond, mm-hmm. but I got too much in a rush. I was high. I was really high. I decided that I would bleed off all that height with a swoop and I miscalculated it. Forced and it a little bit. I forced it. That's exactly right. When really I should have just did a go around, lost that altitude, got lined up perfect for it and did it. Cause there's grass on either side. You can actually come through, touch the grass, foot drag the grass into the pond, make the curve and come out the grass on the other side. I just, you mean not thinking in the moment, rushed it, forced it in and it cost me. So I have a, I have a question for the panel. Um, going back to the age thing, when he said he was 16 or, or 25, he shouldn't be in this sport. You know, I, I started this a year and a half ago myself, and I think between 16 and, and 30, I would have been dangerous on this in this sport. I, I totally agree with that. I don't, does anybody else feel that way? Yes. S- 16 and 25, for sure. I have always said that if I was in my 20s, when I would have gotten into this sport, I would have been more daredevilish. I would have, I would have pushed the limits. I I actually feel a little bit the opposite. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I've always been kind of uh, reserved and very meticulous and careful. I feel like. It's definitely a per person's basis. Like, I mean, you have to evaluate the individual and go from there. And that's a lot to do with training in general. You you need to evaluate this person and figure out the whole way to approach them. Yeah. Are they going to be a high risk factor? And that's one thing I appreciate about Matt is he noticed that I was, I was kind of a high risk profile pilot and he stepped in and gave me the pointers I needed to make me a safer pilot because he, nobody wants to have like somebody get injured or worse die in this sport doing something that they love that's terrible yeah uh a friend of mine will fly which is in the zoom meeting right now he just put out a video about a week ago that uh you ought to watch woody man and it, it's talking about the different things that'll get you in trouble when you're flying um and gives examples of them. it's a really well-made video and he makes good videos in general but uh i'll let him tell you about it i see him he's on, on mute yeah <laughs> yeah hey hey guys so I wanted to jump on and congratulations, Sean. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You gave up your jobs. Is that what you said? Yes, I did. In two weeks, I will be job free and I will have to do everything paramotor to make money to be able to. I mean, I'm going to have a hobby 
that I will be able to pay my bills with and not and, and not work from four o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night working two jobs. I, I just can't do that anymore. I'm, I'm done. I can't do it. Tell me you love. You never work a day in your life. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> oh, and to represent my buddy, Nick, Brian Waller is pimp. He's not a pimp. <laughs> you said Brian Waller is a pimp. <laughs> Just you know, I'm, I'm glad you clarified that, man. I'm gonna have the whole world thinking that they can come to me. Hey, I learned the meaning of the word wrong. last week, so <laughs> that's because he walks with a limp. A pimp uh, with a pimp with a limp. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pimp with a limp. I'll take it. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, Brian, thank you for the compliment, too. But no, the video um, was something that I, I put together because complacency was something that I just had happened to me. And I, I was I was ready to send it. And I did. Uh, and as soon as the wing started to, to lift away from me, I realized I hadn't buckled my, my leg straps. So, <laughs> but I did go through my checklist. I just didn't go through it the way I should have, you know, with the backup and really checking and taking the time to do each individual task. But uh, the so anyways, there's that. Um, but the other thing and when you were talking, man, I was thinking invulnerability. Do you ever have any kind of uh, feeling like, you know, hey, you know, you're just kind of pushing the limits and bad stuff doesn't happen to me. And before you answer that, everybody has it. So, I mean, I, I'm not trying to pick on you. I have it. Um, but it's yeah. one of the attitudes that the FAA, you know, uh, pushes hard that, hey, you know, bad stuff happens all the time if you don't follow proper safety measures, you know. So, anyways, that was just a question for you. Yeah, no, uh, no I definitely don't feel bulletproof or, like, invulnerable. I am fully aware of the risks that I'm taking with doing the maneuvers that I do. Now, seven months ago, eight months ago, if you would have asked me that question, I probably would have told you the same answer, but knowing I was lying. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely now, no, I'm, I'm fully conscious of it. And I'm, I've slowed my progression down. Instead of before it was, oh, I've, I've got, I can do this move. Let me do the next maneuver. I'm ready for the next maneuver. I've spent, I'm spending all my time perfecting the maneuvers that I'm, I can, I've already performed. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm trying to keep it in a lot more of a safety conscious deal while still keeping my, uh, I don't know how to, my, my excitement of want the progression, like, cause I'm, I'm eager. I'm eager to progress. I just constantly want to get better and better and better and, I mean, I've got to find other things to get better at so that I don't push that limit. So what's next for you, man? Paramotors. What, what, where do you want to go with it? Um, I, I want to do training and adventure trips. I really enjoyed taking them guys out to uh, down there to Grand Isle and camping with Matt. That was a lot of fun. You know what I mean, so I think that'd really be the thing is to t start taking people on cross countries. Because a lot of people just they don't first, I don't know where to go. I mean, they'd love to do a cross country, but they don't know where they can go. And they're, they're kind of, they don't want to plan it out. They'd rather just have somebody take them. So. Absolutely. It is a little bit, it's like one after eight and we promised everybody we're going to spin. But before we spin, there's a couple of things that I would like to share with everybody. 
If you go to paramotorcalendar.com, it brings you over here to ppgzone.com for this year's calendar. You can upload your favorite picture that you've taken of a paramotor, of you in the paramotor, of you flying, other people flying a paramotor, whatever you want to do. And we have lots and lots of people that have uploaded. Now, what I would like for you to do is upload. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go through and rate. We got a five-star rating system on all this. So you can rate for the paramotor calendar. And what we're going to do is we are going to print the calendar up with the uh, top 12 or 18. We're not quite sure what we're going to do yet on these calendars. We're going to print them up and we are going to give them away on the show and we are also going to sell them. So please go and check that out at uh, paramotorcalendar.com. Uh, next, before we spin also, I would like to show you a little something, something in the background here. Let me turn off my background. Hey, that, um, that yes. paramotor calendar, I appreciate that challenge. I want in that. <laughs> Every, anybody that wants to, you can go there. It, it's open to anybody with any picture of anybody flying a paramotor. I mean, it's just awesome. totally up to yeah. you. Um, we also are going to probably get some of these. Uh, this is like a test one to see how it works. And um, it, it, this is pretty cool. We might get some more made, and we're going to be sending uh, or giving away these also. But, Walter, if you're out there, if you're watching now or listening now, see this one here? He's, Sean, he's in the chat. Oh, Walter's he is. Walter, yes. this is your custom carbs. I got it in the mail. You can send me anything that you want to here at this address and I will get it and I will send it to Walter in a big awesome. care package in the future, probably June. So if you want to send Walter something, just send it to the address. It's down there in the description below. Oh, well, we're going to give this away. It's slightly used. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like my carve slightly used there we go <laughs> I know right <laughs> but um, yeah so if you want to send something to Walter just send it to the address below uh, Will Fly uh, picked up a, a, a koozie that said USA um, anything that's light no more no more big wooden things that are going to go we, we, we don't want to do that so Walter there we go that's for you tonight we are going to be spinning I guess I should have kept that virtual background off. Tonight we're going to be spinning for this right here from Paramotor NC. Actually, you can go to paramotornc.com and go to his uh, channel. This is a nice little iPhone holder with a picture of Paramotor NC, and he's graciously given away these. Pretty cool. And he's also on our spotlight for paramotorspotlight.com. If you do something really cool, really something really special, we put you on the spotlight. Uh, uh, custom cars have been on the spotlight for the last couple months. And uh, recently we just put 
Paramotor NC on there because he's giving away these things for free. All right, so let's go ahead and spin for this one, and let me see if I can find something else that we can give away. Maybe we'll do two spins. Actually, who wants more than one spin? Do we want to just do one spin or two spins? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, in the chat, yeah, what do you guys want? In yeah. the chat. More is better, too. What else do we want to give away? What else? Walter says that he wants to send you some money for freight. Um, you have a, a uh, what do you call it? Patreon, Sean? So that, uh, Google doesn't take a percentage? Yeah, actually, I think that we have, if you go to ppgzone.com forward slash clearproptv, if you scroll down, you'll be able to see donate here, and there's some QR codes for Venmo, um, the chat wants three spins, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. That, that, that wasn't one of the answers, but okay. <laughs> we might have to do that. And there's also a cash app for Paramotor uh, TV, and there's also a PayPal. So you can send uh, any donations there without um, YouTube taking out 30% and another 20% for taxes. Um, but, you know, we appreciate everything that y'all do for sure. And we are going to give away something else. You know what? I know. Uh, Dragon Campers has another shirt that he's going to give away. So we can uh, spin for the uh, Dragon Campers shirt. Uh, one of these. And you know what? Go ahead and spin. Let me see if I can find something else to give away. Don't what are we spinning for right now? Let, well, the, the first person that uh, wins gets to choose between whatever I come up with. What? <laughs> Uh-oh, right, here we go. Sean, Sean's chair, the cell phone holder, or what was your like? Hey, Woody, are y'all driving right now? Yeah, well, I'm riding. Is, is, is Matt driving? Yeah. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, hey, there he is. is. Dang, he looks like Anthony Vila. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I do, Oh man, that vineyard. Oh, we're going free flying, and the mustaches help you feel the thermals. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so it's like a, a calibrated uh, flying tool. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <clears throat> so whenever you want to spin, go ahead and spin. Oh, you're on, on me. That's your torque compensation. The torque compensation is the, the mustache. I, I like it. Hey, Sean, how do we support you now that you're trying to make a business off Paramotors, man? Can we buy a T-shirt or what? We are I, I, This week and next week, I am going to be building a nice e-commerce website. And as uh, soon as I get everything set up, I will show you everything. Right now, you can go to iloveppg.com. And that is our uh, T-shirt and other merch site. Anything that you buy there does help support me and Clearprop, I suppose. Okay, we ready what was that website? I love ppg.com. .com. Here we go with the spin, guys. All right. All right, spin that wheel, JP. 
They call me Vanna. So whoever Vanna. wins this spin gets the choice between a Dragon Camper's T-shirt and a Mobile Mate from ParamotorNC.com. Mark H just said, "Can't stay me, can't stay me." Mark no. H just said that mustache is like a thermal tickler. Me, Mark. Paralife Ranch, the Paralife Ranch man himself. Woo, that was close. Go, Roy. Paralife PPG. Nice. I haven't paid attention. I hadn't seen him in the chat. He's been in there. He's he he was in there a little while ago. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry if I uh, missed a couple comments in there. So, Mark, what would you like? Would you like the iPhone holder or a T-shirt from Dragon Campers? <laughs> I know there's a little bit of lag. So, I guess we can spin the wheel again for the next one. That way, by the time that Walter answers, we already know what the next person's, or I'm sorry, once Mark answers, then we know who's going to get the next thing. Round and round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. Mark, Mark, Mark takes the phone, the, uh, phone, phone holder. Yeah, phone holder. Phone holder. I got an echo named Shane. Shane. Sorry. Shane. Sorry. Sorry. Have a winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> and same thing. Make sure you go over to ppgzone.com Mary. forward slash clear prop TV and fill out the form. Let us know what hey, you Mary. want. Neighbor Whoa. Mary. Mary. Nope. close. Oh, Please, Mary. Nope. Yeah, it's wow. Mary. Oh, that was close again. Neighbor Mary. Mary, you won a Dragon Campers t-shirt. Please go to ppgzone.com forward slash clearproptv. Fill out the winning form. If you donated tonight, which Kent Stamey will fly uh, Nick Griffith and John Wayne all donated. Make sure you go to ClearProp. I'm sorry, ppgzone.com forward slash ClearProptv. Let us know that you donated. And once we have some money built up and we're able to, we're going to be sending out more and more things to all the people that has helped us over these last months and over the last year and a half. Oh. We're going to continue to talk as long as we want, I suppose. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go do some things to help me after I don't have a job anymore to make sure I have a job. So I'm going to have to break free from here for a little bit. What I will do real quick is I will copy this and I will paste this into the chat. So there'll be a couple of links that you guys can go to. And who would like to be the after show host with the most? I'll be glad to do it. All righty. Let's see. Step up, Brian. Before, before you leave, uh, Jim CR120 says, now that Sean is going full-time PPG host, will spinny wheel winners still need to fill out all the red tape? <laughs> only if you want whatever you won yeah what's he talking about giving your address and stuff like that uh, on the webpage oh well see right now well, okay 
what we're trying to do over the next year is we're trying to build up um, the business where we have the, our e-commerce and we have, uh, you know, the paramotors and swag and wings and all that gear and all the parts and everything. I'm trying to put that all together. And then next year, well, I'll tell you about that all later. It, it's going to be really cool. Anyway, awesome. we got hey. a t-shirt for Mary. Mark, you got the phone holder. Um, let me put that uh, information in there. Let's see. Uh, Brian, I'm going to make you the hostess with the mostess. Hey, before you do that, can you uh, make uh, Ben a moderator? Oh, Ben is... Ben who? In, uh, Paramotor NC. In the chat? Sure. Let me go yes. to view live stream. Yeah, good job, Shane, because I have no idea how to do that. Oh, you just click on the three dots and then you hit moderator and that's it. So I'm oh, going to click on the... So where is he? Paramotor NC? Who did we say? Yeah. Ben? Ben, yeah. All right. So click on the three dots and put, in, put user in timeout. Nope. Wrong one. Um, hide user <laughs> on the channel. Nope. That's not it. Add moderator. There we go. Okay. Woo. It doesn't say give him a cool little blue wrench. Yes. He's got a cool blue wrench. Now say something in the chat, Paramotor NC, and see if he has a little wrench next to his name. Which reminds me, too, I just found out I can get a uh, a bucket of 10-millimeter wrenches. Don't do that. Don't do that. What? <laughs> Don't do that. I use 10-millimeter wrenches a lot. I'm not getting no phone calls. <laughs> are you gonna paint them blue too no yeah no i think, I, I think there's another no, store I, that does that no, no i okay. use them for my paramotor believe it or not a lot of my bolts are 10 millimeters that's great all right is i see you with a blue wrench i'm gonna take a picture and send it oh god don't do it don't do it there it is paramotor and see he has a blue wrench all right that's awesome all right, so we got 20 thumbs up, three thumbs down. It all counts. We got 30 watching. If anybody would like to add a thumbs up, add a thumbs down, we appreciate you because the Matrix, the Matrix of YouTube says we don't care what it is. It's still engagement, so it works out great for both of us. All right, so in the chat, you see the, the pippygzone.com forward slash clearproptv.com. That's where you can go to donate, uh, to let us know that you have donate donated. And if you won something, go there and let us know that you won something. All right. What else was I going to do before I leave? Guys, I got a split. Um, always a pleasure. I'm going to lead uh, Sean in out the here. building, JP. Yes, JP. Well, always a well, pleasure. I how do we get up with you, JP? Don't you got some dot coms? I do got some dot coms. Hit me up jptulo.com and ppgjp and or ppgjp.com. Whatever, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Um, TikTok, what's that? TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? One where you do cute dances. And, uh, you know, I hear you guys are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. How's that cat video doing? Cat video is where it's at. That's where uh, <laughs> the majority of my, my action. But uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you can also check me out on OnlyFans. We're uh, a little bit <laughs> more risque photos, if you know what I mean. Uh, anyways. Elvis is leaving the building. Elvis is leaving yeah. the building. Okay, Elvis. Well, All right, guys. Take care. I will catch you next week. And, uh, later, JP. I'll catch JP, you on uh, one of the other. Thank you so much for helping us with the spinning wheel. Absolutely yeah. happy to be here. I'll uh, see you tomorrow at uh, the PPG slash cooking show. Right? Are we having that? Skin Chef? Skin Chef? We're, ha- we're having something. We're having something. All right. I'm looking forward to it. So, All right, guys. I'll see you next time. All right, JP. Take care. Cool beans. Brian, you are the host. At the very top, you should be able to see um, where it says live on custom stream. There's a little drop-down button, and you should see stop the stream. Yeah, but, but, don't, but, don't, but don't do that. Just whenever you're Click, done. Clicking at three, no, two, no, 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 no. <laughs> And also on the very bottom, there's a um, uh, the record button. If you click that, that will stop the audio for like iTunes and for the audio podcast. But let them go as long as you want to. But whenever you're done and you yes. want to just go private, just tell everybody goodbye and have a great evening. I'm going to go try to make some money because um, it's 8 o'clock here, 819. So I got a couple hours before I go to bed trying to make my life all pair motor. And uh, we got some of these T-shirts that we got printed up, and we're going to be sending some out um, to some people this week. If you have not, if you have not got something that you won, please go to the forum. Let us know that you won something and you haven't received it, and uh, we'll make sure that we send it out to you um, as soon as possible. We appreciate you guys. I got to go. I got to go. Love hey, you thanks, guys. Don. Thank you thanks so much. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, definitely. Um, Woody, you are awesome. I uh, definitely want to talk to you more. Maybe tomorrow we can uh, chat on the phone because, man, um, you're awesome. (laughs) I appreciate you, man, Uh, for sure. And thank you, my panel. Thank you, everybody. I love you guys. I'm heading on out. Love you, Mike. See see you tomorrow. Thank you all. See you, Shane. That's Sean. But um, calling me now. Hey, uh, Woody, Woody, what's what's the most advanced maneuvers you would do on an A-wing? Um, well, I've sat at an A-wing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much any. I mean, you can do almost any of them if they're loaded, right? Right. You're just not going to do a barrel roll on one? Uh, probably not. They're a little slow. I don't like to spend that much time over the top of one. Right. So the re- the reason well, I actually go ahead. I've got a, go ahead. I've got a uh my my buddy's got a what is it a twenty five and a half? A twenty yeah, it's a twenty five and a half independence. It's a student, it's a school wing. Like all the everything's labeled. Dude, and if you ever like I do I end up barrel rolling it, wing over I I send it hard. Like I love it. <laughs> Linda, it's a, yeah, it's a high end A. No, yeah, but yeah, because I fly, I fly, I fly a Link Two, uh, Nuviac Link Two. Yeah, 
And uh, I love that wing. It's it's it does a lot that I, I wanted to do. I just don't have the nerve to go over it. <laughs> well, I haven't flown one. I, I definitely give it a shot and see if it goes over. I'm not doing it, but you can. <laughs> yeah, if we fly together, I'll definitely show you what it'll do. That's hey, like at, at our flying field. I, every all the guys love to be like. Bro, take my glider up. Take my glider up. I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, it never so how, fails. I'm just... So with flying different wings right off the bat, do you, like, take a little bit of time to get comfortable with it, or you just start yanking and banking? No, nah, no. Nah. I always go up and I'll, I'll spend 20, 30 minutes just cruising around, kind of getting the feel of brake pressure, figuring out what it takes to actually get it to roll, stuff like that. Now, if, say, in the first – say it's real familiar it's like really close to something i've already flown and it feels natural you might catch me going ahead and sending it but i really like to get to know it first right i'll also leave out like there's some things that you can do to finesse the wing the barrel roll to get it right over the top and i'll leave that out on a new wing because there's no point going right over the top i'm perfectly fine kind of looking at the ground a little bit that way if something happens you're in the safety Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to set Brian Waller up to start learning some uh, acro on his A-wing. That's all. On my mojo? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm keeping my mojo. I I lost my virginity on that wing as well as six other people in my class. And uh, I'm planning on hopefully doing some thermals on it one day. That's what a lot of the the pros will will still get out on the A-wing and thermal. Yeah, that's, that's what we did all day. You know, you said you trained yourself to do most of this over a cow pasture in Mississippi with an expert, Matt Minyard, in your ear telling you, giving you tips along the way, at times uh-huh. anyway. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would so, see something I did on video and then correct me on what I did wrong. Well, that's good. It sounds like you take a lot of video, which is good. Have you ever had the lines become unloaded? when you were doing these maneuvers on a wing and you think, Oh crap, man. Like that was close to gift wrapping or something. Oh no, I haven't come close to falling through or gift, nothing like that. I've taken some collapses coming over the top and one side gets slack, but I'm still flying on the other side. I haven't had that happen on the carve at all. It was mostly on like a, on the a wing when I'm really light loaded on it. I mean, you on a, when you're light loaded on the wing and you get over the top of it, got to get really deep in that outside brake pressure to keep it inflated and in the beginning i just wasn't i would just pull the one side and let that side flop yeah gotcha what is that's pretty intense man (laughs) hey what events are y'all going to try to hit this year um i'm we're going to bad apples and endless for sure so what about moonshiners I, I do want to hit that one up. Uh, my work schedule is super sporadic, so I've got to kind of I've got to get something done in between different the fly-ins to keep my job, I guess. Well, I guess so you're going to get the I guess you're going to get to fly my wing because I'll be at Bad Apples. Sweet, sweet. I look Same forward here. to that. I think a bunch of us will be there. Uh, Eric and Jade will be there. Brian will be there. Myself. Um, JP, I think is going, um, we'll, we'll fly and paramotor NC, I think are going. Awesome. Yes. Hey, Woody, there's going to be a, 
there's a lot of people that are on the panel tonight and some that aren't are going to be, they'll be there. We're, we're going to load that place up best we can. Hey, hey Woody, that uh, the curtain you have behind you is ever so slightly cracked open and I've been dying to know what's behind there. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a bed, two wings, a chair. Yeah. So you got your Mark. sleeping quarters and everything? Yeah, well, it's Matt's. Oh, okay, so, nice. Yeah, he's got his little uh, pair of gypsy van going. <laughs> Slowly improving on it. He's he's got, about to put a fridge and an air condition. Right on. That's going to set it over the top. Hey, has he still got that little uh, that little mini bike we was driving around on? The Grom? I think it was or, a little Honda, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, a little Honda Grom. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to practice kiting on too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I've got some interesting footage of that that I haven't ever posted. So, so guys, are, I'm are fixing you... to I'm fixing to head out. Uh, I've got some stuff I need to get done. We're I'm been working on these strobe lights that uh, Eric Eric knows what I'm talking about, and I finally got all the stuff in finish building, and I'm trying to figure out how to do all this with my old eyes so uh i'm gonna cut out i will catch you guys later uh, i just wanted to jump on here with woody and let you know your your stuff was in basically and uh yeah, we'll get it sent awesome. out to you okay awesome i appreciate you hey, mark. mark see you later yes hey mark mark did you did you apply power to that thing yet i did and uh <clears throat> my charging led lit up <laughs> I, I think go. I have a couple of bad solder joints, man. I'll, I'll get it flowed in, though. I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah, that's a pretty slick setup you got going there. That, that was pretty neat. Yeah, I've basically, guys, what I've got is a I've got a digital microscope that I have to, and this is what I've been soldering. I mean, I have to put all these micro uh, components on a surface mount uh, uh, PCB board. So this is the first one I built. This is actually one that works. Uh, mine doesn't work yet, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll perfect it. So I just wanted to say bye to you guys, and I'll catch you guys later. Yeah, like your new background, Mark. Uh, yeah, I've had that one. I've just been kind of uh, – I'm hoping to perf get, get some stuff set up where it's not so glitchy. I see it's kind of glitchy, and you guys – like Eric's, I don't ever see his glitch. I don't ever see Shane's glitch. Uh, I, had, I had to turn the light off behind me. There's too much light behind you, probably, Mark. Well, all, all I have is it on on right above me, but I I don't have my uh, my uh, blogging light on. I think is part of my problem too. It's the white. Yep, yep. But anyway, I'll catch you guys later. Y'all have a good evening. Good night, Mark. Bye. All right, see you, Mark. Hey, Woody, I was uh, just wanted to uh, thank you for coming on the show and uh, sharing uh, some of the stuff that you're doing. There was a there is a question in the chat, and I'm curious, too. Uh, uh, Angela asks, uh, what you do for a living? Are you a full-time uh, uh, PPG guy, or you just, do you have something else going? Uh, I get high for a living. I climb cell phone towers. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I'm, a, I'm a cell tower technician. I do structural mods and LTE work. So, like, being up at heights and hanging from a string and a harness is kind of natural to me. 
So I didn't even have to overcome that at all. I would imagine when you're up there some of these times these days, he's like, boy, I, I really look, feel like going flying right now. Oh, yeah. I'll be up there. And I'm like, man, I just wish I could go see that field over there instead of <laughs> sitting here for sure. Yeah. Yep. Somebody it's, with their paramotor waiting at the launch asking you how the wind is at 400 feet. Well, that's pretty good right now. <laughs> well, I get to travel a lot and my guys are they're hating the fact that I have to move my gear in and out of the work trailer every time we go to a new town, but they're going to have to live with that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. So how, how, how high have you been on these towers, man? Uh, 420 feet. Yep. Wow. That on, is on up there. So you're, yeah. you're not afraid of heights, obviously. No, not at all. Not at all. See, getting into the, getting into the career, that's everybody's thing. They're scared of heights. My thing was I was up there dealing with nuts and bolts and ratchets, wrenches. I'm, I was worried I was going to drop something on the guy below me. Never once did my hand, like my life, get concerned. I was worried about hurting the guy down there. Did any yeah. of, have you gotten any of your uh, coworkers into the sport or any of them interested? At least oh, yeah. hiding or anything? Yeah, they're all they're in, yeah they're interested. Uh, we one of the guys he kites with me every time. Where every time I pull a wing out, he's going to get out there with me, and we just take turns kiting. I mean, he hasn't quite made the uh, progression to try to take his first flight yet, but I guess you could say he's uh, he's going to be my first student. Now, now, if if now teaching him, do you think do you think your students will be so apt or tuned into the wings as you are to be able to avoid the the near? Uh, mishaps that you, that you had? That is the goal, of course. That is, <laughs> that is the goal. Do but, as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah, well, you mean, like, just how I told you all about it, I'm I'm very proactive on preaching the safety aspect. I, I realized that I'm fortunate. I got lucky is all it was. All the skills that I have, none of that saved me. If anything, that made me overconfident and put me in that scenario. Oh, so therefore, yeah, I preach that heavily, even to everybody, everybody that I run in contact to, because like I say, I'm only a year and a half into this and I'm doing things that a lot of people that's five, six years in don't even want to, aren't even going to attempt. So I've, I see that I'm influencing people and I don't want to influence in a negative path. I want to see the sport grow and happily, safely. The sport is growing and it's growing very fast. And uh, a lot of people like us have influence. Anybody that puts out, you know, videos on YouTube definitely has the influence. Um, I don't know, man. You, you think you're, you are ready to train people? I think the biggest challenge in training people is recognizing the students' limitations. And, yes. Uh, being on yeah, you're correct. That is it. You ha have to evaluate each person individually and see their skill set. And that – did it? You're right. That is that's something that I've, you know, I mean, I'm debating. That's why I'm not just diving head first, quitting my job, going, oh, I'm a PPG trainer now. You know what I mean? I'm just Neil, my book, the guy who trained me. He's starting a school. I want to go through. I'm just going to help him for the next year or so. I'm going to focus mainly on, of course, t-shirts and adventure trips for now, and help him as he gets his school developed and acquire the skills I need to branch off and do my own thing. Hey, Woody, I got a question for you. Um, you not taking a uh, SIV course, what are your thoughts on them? How, what do you feel about them? 
Uh, I honestly, I, I, I'm not, a, I would like to do an SIV course, just scheduling and about the time I was going to do it, they had the accidents that have happened through the, the most popular one at the time, at this time. And that kind of steered me away from it. I've watched some videos of a couple different SIVs and I didn't like, really like the way they, they went about the whole process. So I'm, yeah, I'm for an SIV. I just haven't found the one that I want to go to. I'm actually going to talk to Chris at the end of this month while I'm up there and see what he would he thinks about it. Because I want to do, okay, no. do dynamic full stalls and helicos. And that's something okay. that you I, don't I, need to do over a cow pasture. I think that's right. Well, I, I was just Chris. wondering if, if you're going to be teaching them or are they teaching you? Uh, they would definitely be teaching me. All right. It, there's actually a big school out in Utah. It's a highly recommended school in Utah uh, where you're headed. You, you're going out there in a month, so you, you might look into that. Chris, Chris will know about it. Yeah, they're 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 having an SIV the same weekend that I'm supposed to go out there. So yeah. I plan on I wanted to go check that out at the same time. So it, it's going to be a very a busy weekend. I hope I can make it. Yeah, that, just make sure that wherever you go, man, they put safety first. You know, so uh, yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, and. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, Woody, if you when you go to Bad Apples, you you see the name at the bottom of my screen right now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come find me at dinner time. Okay, bet. Well, uh, <laughs> you'll come to learn that you don't have to ask me when I'm hungry. Just assume I'm hungry and let's go eat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, Bad Apples is gonna be awesome. Hey, yeah. uh, are you a one wheeler? No. No, no. They've I've never ridden been them. on one. Yeah, okay. I've ridden them, but eh, I just don't see the hype for the for the money. You mean so? It's Shane, there was a, a question in the chat regarding uh, bad apples. What's on the menu? You got something planned out? Uh, it's definitely going to be pork butt. Um, there may be a brisket. I'm doing my first brisket on my brand new uh, pellet smoker this weekend. And uh, we'll see how that goes. I've been scheduling cooking to to master this this new grill um, before bad apples because I'm concerned that it's a little. I don't want to say it's advanced, but there's a lot of new techniques I got to learn because it's a pellet smoker. And my my electric my other electric smoker wasn't. Uh, I never ran too hot, so I never had to worry about it. This one. You got to watch it, and I haven't figured out the um, the temperatures yet. So I've kind of I'm, I'm planning on trying out some stuff. I just cooked some uh, ch uh, leg quarters the other night, and uh, they turned out pretty good. I did overcook them a little too long. Um, everything was good. I just thought it was a little too dry, so they were cooked a probably twenty degrees longer or higher than they should have been, but. Uh, I'm learning. I've never had a pellet smoker before, but I've heard nothing but good things about them. I'll be down enough in Florida in 10 or 11 days. So if you want to, you know, practice on, on me, if you want to, I'll, I'll taste test some of your what part of what, what part of Florida are you going to be at? I'll be in Lake Wales. Are you? Um, I'll have to get with you and uh, meet up with you over there. I'll be there for, for a good month or so. So there'll be some time okay. to play with. Are you flying or... What are you going over there for, Jim? Uh, I'll definitely be doing some flying, but I'll be uh, continuing my internship. Oh, okay, okay. 
All right. He's interned to be an instructor at Aviator. I didn't know uh, that. We were talking about instructing a while ago, and that's one of the things I really liked about training at Aviator is they they had interim instructors and full-time instructors when I went through the program. Um, There was probably a dozen instructors with just eight students. Some of them were training. and uh, You got to work with a different one every day. So, you know, you don't always – every instructor doesn't always mesh with every student very well. So it's it's nice that they had that, you know, a, a variety, I think. Yeah, I seen I seen where they were looking for uh, instructors not long ago, and that would have been a great opportunity to take if I could have taken it. But, well, Eric Farewell will bring you in in a heartbeat, dude. He's always recruiting. Um, yeah. They're 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 always looking for instructors. Uh, I, I think a lot of I think the trend is a lot of instructors tend to come there, get training, and kind of break off and start their own thing, um, or they just get burnt out, you know, because yeah. you, you have to you have to put in some hours for sure. Yeah, I can see that. <coughs> Wish you the best yeah, of luck, Jim. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, speaking of Aviator, we were talking about, you know, um, risk profiles and stuff. Uh, one of the the the, um, the advice that I saw when instructors give was, like, if, you're, if you've got your sights on doing certain maneuvers, he didn't say don't do those, but if you want to do something like that, he would talk about get moving towards that in increments. And if you, in one increment he'd give you, it's like, make sure that you do a certain profile and then land it just right or not land, but end your, your maneuver just right. And if you don't, don't, don't move up until you can get back that. So I'm thinking as, as an instructor, that's something that, you know, instead of telling somebody that they can't do that there, they shouldn't do that. It's like, well, hold off on doing that until you can master this thing. And that would be a stepping stone. So yeah, I thought I that was some pretty good advice from those instructors. Yeah, I agree. I, see, I have a bunch of people messaging me uh, talking about, hey, man, we should link up and you teach me acro. I would love for you to teach me acro. And I'll, I mean, I'm, I definitely have no interest in teaching acro at the moment. I mean, I'm learning. I definitely don't need to be teaching somebody. I, I fully understand the glider. I can get someone off the ground safely. Basic maneuver courses, no problem. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Everybody, everybody wants to be the cool kid on YouTube and do the cool maneuvers, but you're right. They need, you need to master it in steps, start at the basics, get your landings, your spot landings, your takeoffs, all that perfect. Because if you can, you can go up there and do a sat into a barrel roll and look cool. But if you swoop into the pond, you're still that fool who swooped into the pond or who can't land. Right. You mean, so yeah, definitely take it in moderation. Is, is that your thing? I, I got on the show late. Uh, I didn't hear uh, what type of flying you're into most. It sounds like mostly accurate acro, but I don't know if you're into like slalom or cross country or anything else. Uh, a little bit of cross country. Uh, I mean, just going up and flying in a straight line for an hour and a half gets kind of boring to me, but I could see like the actual excitement of visiting somewhere once you get there is cool. So my main flying style is definitely freestyle. I like to climb up really high and just fall with style, tumble down. Like I spent most of my time over the same field just doing that. I'd go up 5,000 foot, fall down to 1,000, do it again. Do that four or five times till my adrenaline's just out of the roof. I'll come down and land, hang out for a few minutes, and try it again. Let's go. Dane, that sounds like one of your flights. 
What did you say, Will? Yes, that sounds like one of your flights. Who? Yours. Going up to 5,000 feet and tumbling down. No, I didn't. I didn't tumble. I was just <laughs> hurry up trying to get down. <laughs> I just, I just, Woody, I just did my mile after a year, about a year and a couple months. It, it, it took me three different tries, but I finally built the courage up to do a mile high. And it was, uh, it's a lot higher than I've been. So once I got up there, I couldn't wait to get down. Of course, my motor huh. wouldn't start, restart. So I had to land dead stick, but. It was fun. Everything worked out well. The guy who trained me, Neil, like I said, he'd been flying under a parachute for nine years before I come along. He was the same way. Me and him went up to a mile together. And it took Flyat Wyatt, me and Flyat Wyatt out there at that Friendsgiving. We was pushing him. We was like, bro, you mean you want to be an instructor and you won't even fly up to a mile? And that was all it took. He was like, okay, if y'all two will do it, let's go. And we struck out. We went to 6,000 that day. Yeah, Sean, Sean, the the host of the show, he wants to do a ten thousand at uh, um, Moonshiners. Yeah, I don't Wasn't know about all that. Higher than that, was was it a ceiling like twelve or fourteen thousand or something? At uh, at Moonshiners, uh, Moonshiners? is there yeah, a ceiling? I think it was twelve. Yeah, twelve. Okay, I'm fortunate. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he was wanting to go all the way up to the 12,000, I think, you know. Uh, and we're, we're talking about, like, you know, taking supplemental oxygen, stuff like that. So, well, I, I'll, I don't I'll know. Meet, I'll meet him at the 4,000-foot mark. <laughs> <laughs> that may give me a reason to go to Moonshine. Uh, I'm, I'm about that. I, I, hey, go ahead, Brian. We'll, we'll fly. You going to go to 12,000 feet with us, man? What, am I Adam 80? Yeah. <laughs> I'll pack a Come lunch. Come on. Come on, 4950. <laughs> I'll pack lunch and dinner. <laughs> That's so, funny. The story is, Woody, that Will Fly here on the on the show, he was going to go up with me at a mile high, and apparently his Adam 80 wouldn't get over, what was it, 4950 or something? 4,950 feet. <laughs> For a half hour, he was full throttled. He couldn't get over <laughs> No, man, it was 45 minutes. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you weigh? 150. 150? Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, I fly an Adam 80 every now and then just for goofs, just for giggles because it's what's out, laying out. Right. And at 185, 190, that thing does not create a lot of lift. You've <laughs> definitely got to get everything in order before you're getting off the ground. Right. I think Jim's talking, but he's muted. Yeah, computer told me too. How often do you actually go up to high altitudes? I hear it's, I haven't gone up that high, but uh, I hear it's a whole lot of work for not a whole lot, but bragging rights. You don't see much. I mean, you can't really decipher what's what, to be honest with you. I mean, trees just look like blocks of trees and a road just like a thin line. And I mean, you, it's nice to look out and see the horizon and kind of see the shape of the earth from there. But outside of that, I mean, yeah. unless you're going to go up to do acro or something like that, it's really, yeah. to, to me, I don't really see a point. I, 
I casually go up to 2,500, but that's normally about as high as I go unless I'm going over the river to go to the beach. And then I'll go up to 3,000 just so that I'm extra safe. Um, in case I have a motor out dead center, I have more. Otherwise, have you don't ex- Otherwise, you don't expect that you'll be going back up that high again. Because I mean, um, it's, it takes a long time and it gets cold and all this other stuff, right? Yeah, if if like Will wanted, to, Will got a new motor or whatever, and he's like, "Hey, I want to do it." I'd probably go with them just to be support. And uh, I mean, if somebody wanted to go, yeah, I, I did it. I did it truly by myself. I didn't. I I thought Nick. Or, I'm sorry, Will um, waved me off, so I just turned and went into the wind and just hit the gas and kept climbing. I didn't know that he was behind me. Um, so I got a question for Will. If, uh, if if he goes to Colorado, where it's the Mile High City, mm-hmm. can he actually fly? Mm-hmm. Just, just like Shane did. You know, you, you just set your watch to MSL and you're good to go, man. Yeah, well, I think it would require a carb adjustment for uh... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, Jim gave me a hard time about that. I, I answered him wrongly as I was driving down the road. And then he's like, well, if you go to Colorado and you step off the side of a hill and you're already a mile high, did you fly a mile? I was like, wait a minute. I reset my watch to zero on the ground. And uh, he was giving me crap about it. I was I was chuckling because it was funny because I realized what he was saying, but I didn't do what I had said in the in the reply. I did reset my watch um, to zero and I went up 5,300 feet from there. So yes i went up a mile from where i was flying which if it was ground level it would only have been 68 feet difference which would have left me short of a mile because i was still in florida so it's not very much elevation here in florida so but i still would have been a little bit shy of a mile if that was the case i think i'll go to colorado to do my mile To fall down. That's exactly why I bought the bigger motor when I bought my first motor. I was like 185, 190 in training. Like, yeah, you can fly either one technically, as long as you don't want to climb high, you know, and take off my altitude. It's like, I'm going to Colorado every year. I want to be able to launch from 6,000 feet. So, yeah, you need the moster. So, man, it's, it's a good decision. I'm, I'm glad I got the bigger engine because after I broke my leg and put on some weight, I don't even think I'd be able to get into the air on the Adam 80. <laughs> It would have made it easier after your accident to get off the ground if you had an 80, I mean, a uh, um, Adam 80. Adam 80. Yeah, you'd be carrying less weight, but you got less thrust for sure. You spend a lot more time on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was, we had uh, a guy 235 take the Adam 80 up. What? On a 28. Yeah. On a 28 meter. Now, he ran, when, he earned it, but it got him up. Wow. So, I'm, actually, you guys probably don't know this. Woody, I used to be 234. You guys, I'm down to 215, just so you know. Right. And right. the only the only thing I've been doing is not drinking until 8 o'clock. <laughs> so, I'm saving myself about 500 calories a night, not starting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, just so you know. You write a book, Shane. Call it the beer dude, diet. Yeah. <laughs> do, the, do the math. That's about four beers, Shane. No, they're ninety. They're ninety-five calories a piece. Okay, it's five, and it change. Yeah, so I'm saving <laughs> myself money by not drinking extra beer, and uh, I'm losing weight. 
What, awesome. what kind of beer are you drinking? Bush lattes. Really? They, they only have 95 calories? I was looking at the Big Lobe Ultra, and I did the math. I was like, the beer I drink is like 7% alcohol and this amount. I was like, well, I have to drink two of these. So anyway, that's pretty well, low, 95. I got I got this way from drinking Yingling, which is 198 calories of beer. Yeah. And drinking about the same amount. So but anyways, I've been I've been cutting back and it's it's starting to work. So I'm super happy about that. I, I think that Michelob Ultra, I think it makes you live longer because my mom. <laughs> yes. My mom's 95, okay, and she has she she keeps a stash down in the basement. And every one, once in a while before, you know, dinner, because dad's having his Manhattan. So she's like, screw this. And she goes down and she gets her, yeah, she gets her Michelob Ultra, pours it in the glass. And I'm like. So, so your dad's oh, drinking Manhattan's? She what? Your dad's drinking Manhattan's? Your mom's drinking like Michelob Ultra? Yep. How old's your dad? Four o'clock yeah. every day on the money. <laughs> How old's your dad, Linda? 95. Good Lord. They could do Manhattans instead of the Michelob Ultra, too. Good Lord. I never know. When I go down for dinner at 5.30 every day, it's a different, you know, you just, you don't know. I just go down and I embrace my circus and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but yeah, she, she likes the. Linda, was there, was there any correlation to them drinking? And you moving in? <laughs> <laughs> well, possibly I was given like 50-50, but I have to laugh because, okay, this is really funny. Before I moved out here, I'll tell you a really funny story real quick. Before I moved out here, okay, my dad's birthday is November 23rd, right? So I call him to wish him happy birthday. And not realizing that my dad was kind of lit, you know, from Manhattan. So I'm like, Dad, happy birthday. And he's like, oh, oh, I love you. Oh, thank you and all this stuff. So I call my sister right away and I'm crying because, because I think he's dying. I'm like, what's wrong with my dad? And then, and then my sister calls my mom. My mom calls me. This was her. Linda, he's drunk. <laughs> and that was so you know i'm telling you hey i I hope i think most of us hope that we could be 95 and still enjoy a drink um no kidding i love them with all my heart yeah believe me um but yeah seriously i thought my poor dad was dying and he wasn't dying (laughs) now i learned after moving in with them like oh i get it now Hey, Walter in the anyway. chat has an idea. I'll bounce it off the panel. He thinks I should add nitrous to the Adam 80. What do you guys think? <laughs> It'll work one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We put nitrous to a weed eater one time, and I can vouch. It only works once. That was, it worked <laughs> well, didn't it? <laughs> that <Yeah>. one time. <laughs> it made a really cool noise for all of 30 seconds. I would say... Oh, Lordy. That's what she said? Is that, is that the next comment? <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Made a really cool sound for 30 seconds. <laughs> 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 the ching. 
<laughs> so I'm done. I'm done with the jokes for tonight, right? I can relax now. Uh, yeah, you're never done with those jokes. Are you kidding? Linda, I got a joke for you, and I only want to be able to see. Let me go to move over here to Jim's face here because I want to see his face for this. Does it have anything to do with If you're getting ready to tell a joke, I was going to just go ahead and get off here. For <laughs> <laughs> so, Linda, what do you call a pile of cats? Oh, God. Shall you go there? Oh, yeah. what? What's the name? what? It's a mountain. Mountain. But I'm stop, Jamie. Stop. <laughs> that one I had to save just for you because you like them all. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm feeling the love here right now. <laughs> oh. I don't know. What uh, to, I I just I'm just gonna leave it right there. It, Anybody that wants to hear about two hours of good jokes from Shane needs to tune in to his show on Tuesday nights. He has. And uh, we talk about paramotors and uh, anything <laughs> else. Yeah. Uh, what time does that come on? Eight, eight o'clock uh, Eastern time to, tomorrow night. Awesome. Awesome. And when, yeah, when we get more than 20 yeah. people listening, he puts on a wig. That's not, that was one time. One time. Oh, what? I'm glad I got this. Oh, he's, he's backing out on yeah. us, guys. Yeah, Shane. Hey, he's hey, backing out, man. What he got unsupported. Hold on. Hold on now. Kind of, kind of like it is right now. We just all hang out and we shoot the stuff and. And we talk. It's my channel is a little bit more relaxed. You can say pretty much whatever you want. Um, but we just we just hang out and have a good time and talk about whatever pops up. And yeah, I'm definitely tuned into that tomorrow. Yeah, we uh, we have a good time. Sometimes we talk about cooking. Uh, last last month or Tuesday, we talked about how to edit videos and create you know some okay, content or whatever for YouTube. For sure. And then we just went into some other stuff and then it just rolls into whatever. We just it's just a bunch of people hanging out talking BS and having fun. It's not like yeah, it's just not it's not just paramotors or it's not just cooking, it's whatever. It's just a good a good time. Awesome. And believe it or not, I only have like five hundred and some change subscribers, and I get like 20, 25 people watching. I'm like, really? What are you guys doing? <laughs> no, uh, I got to start tagging people. That's what it is. Well, you don't need to tag me in my own show, Linda. I want to tag you. All right, well, guys. All right, we just pulled up to eat dinner. I'm going to have to holler at y'all, and I'll all see right. y'all on the show tomorrow. I appreciate all it. Right. Hey, man. Hey, we appreciate you coming on the show, dude, for sure, man. We uh, really enjoyed hearing your story. Uh, wish you the best of luck out there, man. Be be safe and uh, have fun, brother. Bye, man. Sure. I appreciate you guys. Have a good night. See you about Yeah, thanks, Woody. Take care. Thanks, Woody. Cool. Looking forward to meeting him at Bad Apples, man, for sure. Yeah, I'm super. I am super awesome. I'm glad that he's going to be at uh, Bad Apples. That's going to... I want to see. I want to see him flying in person. Then also, there's part of me that does it because I get scared when I see guys doing acro. I'm like, no, 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 no. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? 
I know he's a cool dude. See, I know how to pitch these guys for the show, you know, to be the guest. I just found him randomly on Facebook. I'm serious. And it's just like, God, look at these guys. I watch his videos and everything. I'm like, this guy's really cool. All right. And all I did is PM him. Hey, you want to come on our show? Yeah. And that was it. Thank you, Linda. You, you do a pretty good job finding uh, guests for us. And uh, yeah. definitely yeah. enjoyed hearing his story. Yeah, I enjoy finding these people. Like I said, I, you know, I know I, I kind of watch your videos and just see what they're about. And if I can't feel their energy, then I'm like, oh, well, I'll move on, you know, and try to look for other people. And yeah, that's what it's about. Uh, Chevy Gunn um, for photography. He says he, uh, I cook on the new wave air fryer. Dude, those things ain't to be messed with. Those things are pretty good too. Just so you know, if you guys have never used one, I have personally never used one, but I have eaten off of one. And let me tell you, that is, uh, that's a nice little piece of equipment to have in your uh, kitchen. They're kind of expensive though. Are the prices ever going to go down like the microwaves, you know? I want well, one, but it's like $200 or something. Well, you, they got these convection um, uh, ovens or yeah. con, convection microwaves in these campers now, and you can, okay. I mean, you can almost cook a turkey in those. I've seen those. They they are uh, pretty, pretty insane, dude. I'm just like, all right, well, but I still haven't cooked in one. I don't have one of those new ones yet. I still got the old microwave that burns popcorn and stuff. Yeah. I hear you. I can't even cook popcorn in a microwave anymore. I burn it. Wow. How can you burn popcorn in a microwave? But I do. Yeah. Ask my wife. She does it all the time. Maybe it's even got a micro it's even got a popcorn button. How do you how do you mess that up? <laughs> <laughs> do you know the secret though? If you burn I found this out when you burn uh if you burn popcorn in the microwave, you know that smell and you can't get it out of the microwave. I'll tell you the secret. You take vinegar, you put it in a bowl, and you put it in the microwave, and just run, run the uh, the microwave, the vinegar bowl, or whatever. And uh, I'm telling you what, take the smell right out of it. It works. Anyone remember the the first microwaves with the yes. uh, with the big yes. the round knobs and the analog yes. flipping yes. Uh, numbers? You remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. Mine was like. Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to age myself, but I got one for Christmas. It was like in the seventies kind of thing. And that thing was huge, but I was so excited because I could like, you know, I could heat up the, the baby bottles in it and all, you know, all that stuff, you know, and all of a sudden you're learning how to cook all these things. Well, and I remember cooking a, a meatloaf in there one time and when it started out, it was like this. And by the time it was done, it was like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, I, I have to say the uh, chat has gone to pot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, know. I, I know. The that. chat has really gotten high reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, good question. Walter, is it legal there in the uh, states of or the country of Down Under? And I always say Jade is too quiet, always. She's, Walter just said that Jade's so quiet beautiful. tonight. She's, she's always so quiet. She's 
Uh, she's here. She's working on her. She's working on her shirts. No, that shirt was bad, bad to the bone. I almost cursed the, that that show she started or the shirt she started out with at the beginning of the show. I'm thoroughly impressed with it. I think she did a great job. Five of them done. And I got six more I'm waiting for with the UPS driver that, to get delivered. And um, got my paperwork ready to keep pressing on there. I've been cutting out my little flamingos and got my graphics done. Should I show it again? If, yeah, please. Will, you only saw a picture, right? You've been yeah. looking in the mailbox already, I heard. <laughs> hey, Hang hey on, Jade, Jade as, you're, as you're showing the shirt, can you ex uh, explain to all of us why you are infatuated with flamingos? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, hang on. <laughs> it's because they got skinny legs, Shane. <laughs> Shane's got to think about legs. Little skinny yeah. chicken legs. Chicken legs. <laughs> oh, uh, your buddy I've Jason never, was giving you a hard time about that. <laughs> yeah, I never do. It doesn't matter when I when I did work out. I could go three days a week and do legs, and nothing would ever come of it. What you guys may or may not know is I used to run track, and I was very good at the hundred and two twenty, and I was very fast. But I had like the skinniest legs on, on the starting line every damn time. It never failed. <laughs> so you used so to be a skinny chef, is what you're saying? I used to be a skinny track runner, yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I love that shirt. And here's the back. Oh, I can't see it. Hold on. Let Everybody me find has it. their own little logo. Look at my cowboy hat. It's so dang cute. <laughs> PPG so, pirate. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if anybody wants to go to Bad Apples and uh, wants to support Jade's shirt. She will. Uh, I don't know if she's going to sell them, but she'll trade you something good. We also acquired. A few of these that hang oh, from yes. the mirror. I don't, I don't remember if you guys saw this on Jade's mirror. We have a bunch of them, and we have them in every car we have. And uh, so this weekend we picked up ten more of them. Nine. Although we, we, yeah, we picked eight. up nine of them. Picked eight of them. <laughs> okay, now we eight. Uh, so we picked up a couple, and uh, <laughs> we're not we're not selling them. We will trade for something pretty cool. Let's just say that. Okay. Well, I got 30 seconds and I can make a really cool sound. Just so you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, in the in the chat, I just want to point out, but I don't want to point out, DP said, uh, I can do leg workout every day. Ha, ha, ha. Um, uh... <laughs> I, listen, I, I just can't. I, I, I'm done. Like... <sighs> It's really funny, but I mean, <laughs> just dance. <laughs> hey, you don't want to put your foot in your mouth or head. I, no. Uh, <sighs> uh, Anyways, er, er, I, 
I think that shirt is phenomenal. And Eric, we will make a deal. We can, uh, I'll take a shirt and a um, paraglider mirror hanger thingy. And I will trade you. Oh, what can I trade them? Dinner. How about wives? <laughs> that could be a Dude. whole new show for Tuesday night. Yeah. 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 Uh, that could be interesting. I'm just I'm just saying she can bring you a beer and you don't drink, so she really has to do nothing. She'll probably be all for it. <laughs> yeah, no, because if I knock on the window and expect a beer, I'm gonna get hit in the head. <laughs> Eric, you're going to have to define interesting, something interesting. So I got to find something interesting to trade. Yeah, just something, uh, something like a, a, a sweatshirt, something. Bill's looking, he's looking, he's like, man, what do I got? Yeah, you got, you got, you're in North Carolina. You got, I don't know, the Wright brothers. Oh, wait, yeah, no, uh, the, flight. the flight, the flight, the the flight the first flight was ohio jp said it was ohio yeah jp's not here right now so i can see yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. uh, brian we know that uh your, your your wings are blue but this is the yes. best we could come up with the blue and yellow that that is awesome man i love those little things dude but one of my last dogs before major i had buddy and buddy would chase everything remote control I had this, I went to space camp in Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, I had this little space shuttle that had an actual electric motor fan built into it, and you hang it by a string, and, it's, and you turn the, the fan on, and it would go in circles. Man, my dog would go crazy over this thing. We have got to build a little paramotor thing like that that hangs on a string. It's basically exactly what you got, except the motor on the back is an actual electric motor and you turn it on and it flies in a circle. Yeah, Jade has one right there. But it's got Santa on it yet. So we're gonna switch it out and put a little paramotor on it. Oh, there you go. Brian, here's your shirt. I just got done making it. <laughs> I like it, it's blue. Yeah, it's the same color you're wearing. Very nice. Cool. Very cool. I'm so looking forward to that. Thank you so much. That is awesome of you to make shirts. Like I got it, Eric. I got it. I got the interesting thing uh -oh. I'm gonna trade you. I'm gonna uh -oh. I'm gonna what? just I don't know, go into a parking lot somewhere and snatch someone's North Carolina license plate because it says on every plate, first in flight. Hey, <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? That's interesting. There you go. That, okay. that works. We're just going to go ahead and put out an APB now on uh, Will right. about We're missing license plates. <laughs> there, all of a sudden, there's going to be a bunch of PPG pilots in jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, That's too funny. So I got I to gotta look, look on Google Maps and see if there's a Lear Drive or a Lear Place um, street sign somewhere. Snag, oh, yeah, there you go. Snag one of those and then uh, trade them. Right. Yep. You know, you know they have companies that will print anything you want on a sign and sell it to you. 
<laughs> you know, you know, um, you know, well, the is still up the side of the road. <laughs> you, you know, the place that I work for makes all the street signs in town, so I could literally get one made up without any trouble. <laughs> Never trust a skinny chef Shane Boulevard. Maybe, maybe Avenue. I don't know. Place? I don't know. Hey, Shane, there was a guy from uh, uh, Wisconsin that moved down to uh, your neck of the woods. And I asked if he knows you. He said no. And then I said he's got to meet up with you. But he's a PPG pilot, too. Um, so if somebody reaches out to you, he's going to try to – he was going to watch the show tonight and possibly meet up with you. Um Where where is he? Where is he located at? Or where is he? Melbourne. Okay. Now, and his name is Robert. Okay. So I was kind of chatting with him a little bit, but uh, yeah, uh, into all the uh, uh, kiteboarding and uh, PPG stuff. So invite him. Invite him to the show, Eric. Next uh, next month. I, I I told him about the show. He said he would try to uh, find time to watch it. So, well, yeah. So, if you want, send me his name, and then we'll just take it from there. Yeah. So, Eric. Yes. Um, neighbor Mary, I'm gonna eventually yeah. have her. You, I'm gonna have her change her name eventually, dude. I'm just gonna keep calling her neighbor Mary. <laughs> neighbor Mary, right? Uh, or Mary the neighbor. Oh, it's cool. I can just look across the lake and see her. Yeah, but you, I mean, without. Yeah, without but she the, can uh, see you too, Eric. Yeah. And she's got a higher telescope than you do. So. <laughs> That's why is, is that lake still frozen? No, it's, it's oh, not no. frozen anymore. <laughs> no, I just dipped our dog in the lake tonight. She uh, deserved it. She was in something and she's white and she was completely black. Uh oh, she wasn't going in the house to the to the tub. She went right to the lake. <laughs> That's still cold. Okay, okay. Everybody ask, ask her what, ask she, her what she rolled in. <laughs> Poop. The big dogs. I think I'm not sure. No shit. Dogs are nasty. They yeah. find the stinkiest stuff. They're all in, man. Ooh, I got oh, yeah. stories. Mm. So, Jade, what's the temperature? Uh, uh, of your lake right now? Cold. Oh. <laughs> there you go. No. <sighs> yeah, hey. you don't go out there. Like, let's see how cold the lake is tonight. Let me just stick hey. my phone in it. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Jade, did you fill out your new uh, job application for that air conditioning company? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I was ignoring you all day. Oh, I got Eric's number now. We're chatting about you all day. No, I am going full board tomahawk tees, making flags, making shirts. That's what I'm going to do if I lose my job. And videos. <laughs> and videos. Yeah, we'll hope. Yep. I told Eric, you can make money doing it as long as you stop giving it away. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, we There's got a lot uh, of people. Go ahead, uh, we, I was going to say we got Fly Baby Fly in the uh, in the chat. Yep. Oh, I do need help on 
my YouTube so I can start a girls channel maybe someday, but I need more, more subscribers, please. So Amy and I had talked about possibly just doing a all girl channel. And I said, I want to get more familiar with the sport beforehand. And then at least we could interview um, other ladies that are in the sport also. So, but I need a lot more subscribers in order to go uh, live. Well, you, I told you, you can just do the zoom thing. I mean, no, I don't want to cheat. I want to have more subscribers too. Well, you, you got to start small young lady. You're going to start yeah. out selling a couple shirts out of your kitchen, putting them together. Next thing you know, you're going to have a bunch of kids overseas for six cents a day making these shirts and you're just going to be living in your big mansion oh eric's already got them at his shop oh. <laughs> allegedly oh. <laughs> youtube could be tough i mean some people just have a knack for it and put out a video that goes viral and, and their channels get a lot of subscribers some people really have to work for it um some people just keep throwing content out there you know, Sean does pretty good. He's got almost 20,000 subscribers. You got Will Fly. He puts out some really good videos. Um, Will, how long you have you had a YouTube channel? How long did it take you to build up over a couple thousand subscribers? Uh, a little over a year. Okay. So, yeah, he, you, you look at his videos. He puts out really good content. Me, I just put out stories of my life that, you know, if you're not really a friend of mine, I'm not really teaching you anything. So, you know, I've got 400 subscribers in a year and a half of paramotoring. You know, before I got right. into paramotors, I had like 30 or 40 subscribers and they were just all my friends. Um, so it, it, it takes work for sure. Um, but you've got to put out good content regularly in order to pick up a lot of subscribers. Right. I always, I always say that I never started YouTube to make it a career or to get um, – notoriety or whatever i just did it as a distraction the fact that i have more than four subscribers is a complete honor <laughs> I, I say this all the time and i truly mean it i think it is fabulous that over 500 people have decided they want to watch me or subscribe to me i don't know if they watch me or not but i mean it, i just think it's absolutely it's an honor to have that many and I am pleased and, and just unbelievably thrilled to have that many people. I, I mean, I felt the same way when I had a hundred, I hit a hundred. I was just jumping up and down. My wife said, yeah. what are you doing? I'm like, I got a hundred people that are willing to at least hit a like button, <laughs> you know, a follow button or subscribe button. I said, I can't believe it. And I feel the same way to this day. I just, it's, I look at Sean and Sean's got like 19,000, almost 20,000. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be that big because I feel like I have to make a comment. If I put a video out and there's 20 comments, I feel like I have to make 20 comments to each and individual person. What do you get when you have, even like Will's, like, what do you, Will? 2,400? Like, if, if you had 100 comments, I'd be there all day long going, Thank you for watching. And then the next one, I yeah. have to come up with something new. Like, I feel like I have to do that as to show appreciation. It's not that I don't, uh, it's not that I feel like I have to. I just want to show that I'm appreciative. So 
I, I do it. And oh, it, it's exhausting. Great, already. That's the right thing to do. I mean, I, I, I acknowledge every comment, you know? Yeah. And, uh, because I really do appreciate the feedback. So, um, yeah, I, I respond to every comment. I have 18 uh, subscribers and I have not had to respond to any comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I freaking love it, dude. He's awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw this out there too, Jade. Um, don't be afraid to promote yourself um, in your videos because I don't. Um, I've got like one or two videos in my library that where I say subscribe or like in the end somehow. I've just always been kind of the person is like, if you like it, you'll like it. If you subscribe, you subscribe, but that's hurt my numbers. So I, you know, my, my videos, I have 400 subscribers and my videos average a hundred views. Um, like Will's he's got over a couple thousand subscribers and his videos will get a couple thousand views, um, you know, pretty quickly. So there's, there's a lot to it. You gotta, you gotta not be afraid to promote yourself. So it depends on what you want out of it. Um, me it's just documenting my life experiences and i enjoy going back and watching it myself so i'm not worried about making money off of it or getting a lot of subscribers um no, but me neither yeah I, I do it for fun you know that's it yeah, yeah me too i mean i i like i said um on one of the past shows i'm i'm doing it just for um to look back in life and just lately i've been learning how to do that i mean my first flight i just threw it off gopro and it was like i put it out there and and now i'm doing some funny ones with my chickens that have been my uh little thing since covid and um i don't know just trying to make them pretty fun and um the memorable ones of me flying because i still can't believe i'm flying most days so you say the same thing about our friendship. I can't believe I'm friends with that guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Brian, you, you include uh, Red in, in more of your videos. You'll hit a thousand in no time flat. Yeah, I know. I need to, man. Um, I've been taking a few video clips of him here and there. But yeah, my, my, my videos are all over the place. You know, it's not just paramotoring. Yeah, um, me too. I, you know, I, I think that's a lot of, you know, a lot of people, those channels that go big. You know, they concentrate on one thing and try to do that one thing well. Um, me, I'm, I'm all over the place, man. I'm, I got videos about my buddy's Corvette or my greenhouse or my cruises or fishing trips or flying paramotors. It's, you know, it's, it's my life. So you, you kind of, you're not, you're not targeting the audience properly, you know, basically. Correct. And that's why it don't, for me, I'll never have, 19,000 subscribers because no one wants to go to a channel where you can see hunting or cooking or paramotoring or whatever camping like I'm all over the place it 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 just uh I don't know and and but I'm not doing it like I said I'm not doing it to become famous I don't care to be a a tucker I don't care to be whoever I'm I'm me and well if you want to watch me good if you don't well, you're going to probably miss a, a lame joker 10, 25, or 30. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, this is my life, and this is me. And, Brian, you've met me in person. Am I any different than I am on this show? 
or any other uh, show? You're you are not nearly as good as a cook as you put on to be, but uh, you can do you can you can do a hay bale slalom like anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> I can never do it, not do a hay bale slalom without you in mind. Understand that every time I buy hay bale, I am totally thinking of you every single time. Oh. It never well, fails. I'm like, I'm like, oh, Brian's gonna love this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that was really close. I almost fooled O'Brien. <laughs> oh, hey, why don't you? Hey, you know, are you like? Is it new? Is this something new? Um, you making T-shirts and stuff? Are you just like starting that business, or is that like a new venture for you? Or have you been doing that? Who me? Yeah, it's you, the girl that makes um, the shirts. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that part. Um, what did we get the stuff, Eric? About a maybe a year ago, and Eric had the a vinyl cutter um, before I met him because he would um, put graphics on his business vehicles, and he used to race, so he did his trailer and stuff like that. So he had a little bit of a background with that. So him trying to teach me how to use the computer, feel my pain. Yeah, but that's what makes a great video. I mean, I'm like your journey, learning how to, you know, do oh. what you're doing there. That's an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I tried doing something like with those yard flags and had my son taking little video clips and stuff like that. So uh, I'm slowly got my thinking process going. Well, Jade, I will tell you, that not only, I mean, with those flags and stuff, you all the camping, like for campers, people that are camping, like this past weekend I was camping, I must have seen 20 different signs people had out in front of their campsites. A guy pulled into his camper before, he, or into the campsite, before he ever even leveled off the camper, disconnected from the truck. First thing his wife did is walk out and put the flag out. <laughs> and, you know, said, said, making memories with the, my best friend, my best camping friend or whatever. And it had their names out on the flag. I was just like, dude, people are buying these things up like crazy. So, I mean, not only paramotor, but if you think outside the box camping, uh, there's just a ton of things that you can make these flags for. And, and yeah, but like I asked Eric, I said, do I want to take the heat press and the, I don't want to take the print. I mean, I could have some things, pre-printed like a generic something or another um but well, you, eric's like do you really want to be at bad apples and be pressing in 80 90 degree weather and pressing stuff while everybody else is out having fun well here's know. the thing you can have a bunch of samples made up yep. and say hey here, give me your money i will when i get home i'll make it and send it to you that's true i mean it's um, yeah. you don't while you're out flying, anybody stops by, you know, whatever, but they'll come back. If they really want a flag, they'll come back. Or if they want a t-shirt, they'll come back. You can put whatever logo on yeah. it and, uh, you know, have a, have a, a little clipboard with a piece of paper saying, Hey, if you're looking for something, I'll be back. I'm out, I'm out doing cool ass women's stuff like flying and I'll be back. And I mean, yeah. there's, there's ample ways. I mean, you don't just have to stick with just paramotor stuff. Right. Facebook I mean, I, marketplace. I, I think All there's something is. to be 
be said to, to be able to buy something there and now, you know, I know mm -hmm. you want to be able to, you know, take your stuff there, but I think for the most part, people in the paramotor community, I would say 75, 80% of them probably would be willing to put a deposit down or come to a website and, and, and buy one and, and get it within the next few weeks, you know, mail to them. Um, right. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, if it's a lot of equipment that you have to bring and, you know, it means you have to bring less stuff to have fun with, like flying, then I think I would probably take orders and get them to them later. Right. Um, Nick just real, said he, he needs truck stickers, and I, I'm trying to learn that one, too. So, so real quick, um, there's a couple comments in the chat. First of all, Ken Stamey, you're full of crap. Talking about me and Brian cornered him and told him he had to subscribe to our channels that's partially true it took both of us just to talk to you i mean brian yeah. had to sit on my shoulders to to get the same height and see eye to eye but um uh mark elroy wants to know what kind of uh what did you race eric uh i raced uh off-road i was a professional circuit that ran through the midwest Kind of like if you ever watched the Baja 1000 and stuff. I, I just raced that from 2000 till 2015. Really? Um, had Sweet. had two cars, yeah. I. That's where the vinyl came into play, really, is uh, every time we would get a new sponsor, you know, to take the old vinyl off, put a new vinyl on, um, you know, so. But I, I, I did that for quite a while. I really enjoyed it. It just got to be too much work. Um. So I gave it up and uh, took on sewing. That, that's, that is a pretty, I think that's more impressive than paramotor piloting, to be honest with you. I mean, to just full throttle and just start going, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, we spent, uh, I spent a lot of time in the air. Mm. It's fun. It, it is a lot of fun. It's my okay. So put it this way: the um, the amount of work that you do. If anybody ever worked on stock cars, they would understand. You work twenty four hours a day on these things, and your only off time is when you're actually in the driver's seat racing. And uh, but it was it was it was enjoyable. It was fun. So and then uh, hey uh, Brian, so you and the uh, one wheel with the dog. Uh, this weekend, Jade and I picked up uh, my 11-year-old. It was her birthday, so we got her a one-wheel. Uh -oh. And first off, Jade's like, we are not getting a one-wheel. When I talked about getting one, I said, oh, I fly a paramotor. I got to have a one-wheel. She's like, no, dude, you're old. And uh, <laughs> so then we ended up getting her one. And she's been down in the basement. We have a carpeted basement. She's been down doing circles, you know, learning. I got on it. I, I was able to ride it. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, Jade's son got on it and instantly was running around. So, yeah, it was kind of cool. So she'll be running around on her one wheel at the uh, paramotor at, at Bad Apples. Awesome. I and think there's somebody. My, my rule was. My rule was this one wheel is not coming upstairs in the house. And who brought it in the house? <laughs> Eric. And just about threw it across the whole living room. I would like to point out that at some point, Eric, your daughter will be on a chair on that one wheel right next to somebody else. And uh, they'll be racing uh, one wheels in a chair. 
challenge yeah, accepted. Yeah, Jade already gave her that <laughs> idea. Brian's already on it. He's like, I need another chair. I'm just going to say, hey, I'm just going to say, which one of you can get to me fastest with a beer? <laughs> well, you'll be parked next to me, yeah. so um, it'll be stocked, ready to go. It's funny yeah. how we... It's funny how we uh, have a have a uh, food plan every time we go camping, and we go to Walmart. The first thing we grab is beer, then soda, and then the food. We've yet to ever forget the beer. Just so you know, dinners priorities. May, yeah, priorities. We may have smoker. May have forgot a smoker. Oh, but it wasn't beer though. I did I totally, <laughs> totally forgot the smoker. Oh my god! Hey, we'll bring the cheese curds, but you gotta bring the nice. Yingling. Oh yeah, you guys don't get Yingling up there. That's right. So we have friends of ours that are that live in Wisconsin, and every time they come down, or or um, the, her daughter, their daughter comes up, we always pack the truck full of Yingling, and they take off. I mean. Yingling up there is just like, like gold to you guys. And Can you so, guys get spotted cow? Yes, I think okay. so. I, I don't want to say I lie. I, I don't want to lie. I believe so. Yeah. Do you need me to get you some? Uh, you guys can get that there, right? No, it's from Wisconsin. Yeah, that's what I thought. But Yingling is. I didn't weird. think you could. I've never heard of it in Alabama. I've heard of mad cow, not spotted cow. Yeah, what, what's Yingling and what's spotted cow? I don't know either of those. Yingling, we actually have a uh, or actually a, a plant here that makes Yingling uh, over in Tampa. And the closest thing to Yingling um, that compares is Shinerbach. That's the closest thing. Yingling is, Yingling is the oldest Brewer. Continuous running brewery in the United States. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's a beer. Yeah, it's a beer. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's a light beer. Amber ale, maybe pale ale. It's, it's, it's a lighter beer for sure. Oh, no, it's yeah. not. It's a dark brown. It's what? a dark beer. Yingling is a dark beer. Yeah. Is that it? is a, it's a dark beer. It's a 198 calorie beer, dude. You don't get that from a light beer. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. trying to tell you. I went from a full flavored beer, which was Yingling, to Bush Light. That was like switching from regular Coke to Diet Coke. It took some getting used to. <laughs> but man, when I drink a Yingling, I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like those I sip because I enjoy them so much. They're just full flavored beers. This Bush, I just drink like it's free because, <laughs> oh my God, it's nothing like a Yingling. Probably save yourself a lot of money too. <clears throat> yeah, Yingling's about seven, eight dollars more a twenty-four pack than Bushlight is. But I mean, oh, I would rather have a Yingling. I just wouldn't yeah, rather have this belly. Sometimes it comes down to taste, man. I did the math, and I'm drinking Voodoo Ranger IPAs. They're like 190 calories, but they're seven percent alcohol. And then you look at I looked at the, the Michelob Ultra and uh, 92 calories for 12 ounces, um, half the alcohol content. 
So, yeah, well, it's 4.2% versus 7%. So, I mean, you do the math and it's like, I might as well enjoy less beer of the good beer that I like. I mean, it's got more alcohol in it, but I don't know. I, don't, no. I mean, if, if you don't enjoy it, why are you going to drink it? You know, my, my absolute favorite beer is Lexington, Kentucky bourbon ale. It's eight and a half percent alcohol, but it is packed with like 220 in calories, but I can only drink four of them and I'm going to bed. I'm out. <laughs> you won't ever find me sleeping in a chair. I just go to bed. You'll be like, where'd Shane go? Because I won't say bye to anybody. I won't say goodnight. I'll be like, I'm hammered. I'm out. And then I'll just go to bed. You you could follow my clothes trail to the bed. <laughs> Outside of that, that's the that's how you know I went to bed. You see shoes, socks, shirt, and shorts. You know I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. I like Thanks for that vision. You're welcome. Visual. Now, if you see if you see boxers laying on the floor, you know I'm just too far. <laughs> it's gone too far. <laughs> like they're done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if um, Jade, if uh, if you like me, if you'd like to trade me a shirt and a pair motor mirror hanger thing, I will bring you a case of Yingling. There you go. Yeah. At bad apples. You better at least bring a root beer for Eric. Oh, jeez. I'll um, bring you a five gallon bucket of tomatoes. How about that? Jeez, a five. Uh, there you go, Brian. Stuff from your <laughs> garden. Hey, so we went down to our instructors Saturday uh, down in Madison, and he had a grapefruit beer, and I liked it. I like fruity beers. I don't know, uh, but it was good. I don't even know what it was, but it was. Good. I think Linda just made fun of you. <laughs> she she might have. She might have. <laughs> I'm sorry, it sounded funny. I like fruity beers. She said it, and I I did the motion. Fruity. <laughs> hey, I'm going to bed. Um, Will, no yeah. one, no one, like tried to force you to do anything you didn't want to do when you were at Swanee. It doesn't matter if, if, if Eric, same thing. If you don't want to drink, you ain't got to drink. You guys are grown, grown men. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, but I can't drink. If I, if I just want to, you know, it's just not something I enjoy doing. Yeah. And that's totally you, you, Eric, you and I could be uh, diet Coke buddies. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't, if I drink two beers, I'm done. He's dancing on picnic tables (laughs) at three. I don't know. That sounds like you know, there's a reason. There's a reason, and I'm not going to get into it. I can see Eric now. He'd be up on that picnic table. He'd be like, "Leer into my eyes, leer into my eyes." <laughs> it was when we were dating too. Hey Jade, what size shirt do you wear? Or is that not something well, I'm to ask her? <laughs> it, it wears great in the corner of the bedroom the next morning, just so you know. I think, she just, I think she just muted herself and told you. <laughs> did, did you tell me? Tell me that. Tell me again. I'm watching. Oh, he's a lip reader. I got 100? What, did you say 100? Oh. I can't read lips. <laughs> 
you get you guys talking about having fun at flyings, man. Um, there's people that are into all kinds of different things, man. Some of us stay up late drinking. Some of us are smoking some other stuff at times, and uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't want to partake in those things. Everybody still gets along pretty good. Um, generally, the people that don't drink are the ones that go to bed early and get the morning flights in. And the ones that have been up drinking are rolling out about two hours after sunrise, all groggy, <laughs> looking for coffee and and uh, watching other people fly. But, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Will's not an early bird. No, Will, I'm not. I loved it. I loved your video, Will. You're like, hey, fly-ins are great until the morning if you're not a morning person. You got no choice but to get up because more or less – People are buzzing your stuff and you're, uh, you got no choice. And, and they should, you know, that's a freaking fly-in. <laughs> but I, it's not so bad in, in the big camper. I'm bringing the big camper to, to Bad Apples. You'll still hear it, but it won't be. There's a little bit more material um, between the camper and the tent. <laughs> Just say no. Right. So, but yeah, it is... Uh, it's loud in the morning. Have you Are not you learned? Show up at. Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, have you not learned to put the fire pit further away from your tent? Because Jesus, uh, no. no, we haven't dude, learned. That's that's like the central gathering place. Is the fire pit, man? Like at two a.m. when everybody else is trying to sleep, <sighs> the fire's still going, and you're trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, here's the problem. I absolutely love, I think it's a must. Besides, there's two things you have to have, or three things that you have to have when you're camping. You have to have a fire, you have to have beer, and you have to have time to sleep. But you don't get that if you have the fire. The fire is a moth to a flame. Everybody shows up at it. But I can't camp without a fire. I don't care if it's 90 degrees outside. People are like, why are you starting a fire? If you don't like it, go over there. Like, this is this is camping to me. A fire is camping. And it never fails. Brian, you've been there every single time that, that we've had that fire pit out. Vail, Vail, North Carolina. That thing burned for 10 days straight. And yep. every single night, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm tipsy. I'm ready to go to bed. I go in there and go to sleep, and I hear people out there by the fire. I'm like, why don't we have a damn fire pit? Because, I mean, I have my buddy Brian. He can't stand to go to bed smelling like fire smoke or the smoke from the fire. I think it's amazing. Like, the next morning you wake up, and I'm like, man, I smell like the fire. I do take a shower, but what do I do? I walk from the shower, go right up to the fire pit, and throw some wood on it because we're camping. Yeah, it's camping. <clears throat> exactly. That to me, I, I'm always the first one to start the fire. I'm the last one to put it out because that's to me, that's camp. I would, I wouldn't rather do that than fly, but it's right up there next to flying. I don't know what it is. Sitting around a fire, talking like this right here with a fire pit blowing in the middle. That is it for me. We we need shorter days, man. We need we need like ten hour days. That way. We got plenty of time to wake up early, fly in the morning, plenty of time to fly in the afternoon, and plenty of time to drink beer in between and still get a good eight hours of sleep. I mean, 
in the middle of summertime where I'm at, if you want to stay up late drinking beer, you probably will go get four or five hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, it's daylight. That, it's back to that, you know, the flying's fun, but the hanging out's a lot funner, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a balancing act. In in reality, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, No, go, Jay. I was going to tell Ryan if he does bring some tomatoes, um, I'll make some fresh salsa. Heck yeah! yeah. So the good thing with the good thing and the bad thing with flying, we get to fly two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening. Okay, that's four hours out of a twenty-four hour day. You got to have eight hours of sleep. So. <clears throat> the rest of the time, you're just literally, if you get eight hours of sleep, you may only get six. There's a lot of lack of sleep going on in the flying, just so you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh, it sounds like some good one wheel races. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But <clears throat> it's just about hanging out and just doing what we're doing here. I mean, we're all sitting around a campfire just shooting the, the BS and, and talking and having a good time. And to me... <clears throat> when it comes, I'm already having a hard time sleeping because I know the bad apples is coming. I'm just like, dude, I can't wait. Can't wait. I asked my wife every day, how many, how many more days? She's like, I just told you yesterday, just subtract one. I was like, how many more days? I can't <laughs> just tell me. <clears throat> I don't want to think. I just want to do it. They got a countdown on the uh, on their site, don't they? Yeah, but it's easier to ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. hey, did y'all go ahead and book your spot for the uh, bad apples oh yeah uh no <laughs> well yeah i did you don't well you don't have to worry about it well how about the shirts though you you okay for for the shirt and for the pilot you're gonna have to book that there's no money up front there you're gonna you're gonna say you want to so will you're a size medium and uh you're a pilot, so you're going to pay for those two things. But you're not paying for it. It'll just give you a total. But you have to have cash at the door. Okay. Okay, so when I get there, it's like, I want to say it's like 240 bucks. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> between man. between the, the camping, the um, shirt, the pilot, you know, but whatever, dude. I don't really care. It's a flying, dude. You got to pay to have fun. got to pay. The hey, Shane, what day were you leaving? Um, so the, one of the guys from Bad Apples asked me to get there a little earlier and, uh, to help out set up some things. And, uh, so I'll be there Saturday afternoon prior, prior to the flying, which I think you guys can, I think everybody can get there by, uh, Wednesday or Tuesday, or was it Wednesday is the earliest you can get there? Yeah, I think that's a public announcement they made is right. people get there on Wednesday. Right. If you know somebody, some of us are getting there a little earlier. Correct. Eric, you know somebody. Yeah, I'll be there to 10th. Jade, when are you going to show up? <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm even going to be able to go. Oh, you're going. If I got a fire, you're going. Yeah, I told her she can quit her job and go. <clears throat> Yeah, but then well, she's got to change your name from Eric to Sugar Daddy. <laughs> no, she'll she'll be my sugar mama when she makes a mint doing giving shirts away. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully everybody will get a chance to meet Red 
at the, this fly-in. Oh, um, you are bringing them. Yeah, well, not the whole time. Um, it's only a two-hour drive from home for me, so yeah. I can I can go get red and keep them for a night or two and take them back, kind of deal. Plus, my my parents might come and visit and bring them. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. But I'm on. Well, he, he's gonna have his uh, first trip. I'm bringing I'm bringing uh, I'm bringing the wife, and uh, she probably wouldn't mind hanging out with Red during the day or during the afternoon flight. She don't get up early. She's not an early person, but she, her and Will will be just fine in the camper because they'll both still be sleeping. And, uh, <laughs> well, you guys can go off with whatever way you want with that. But the truth of the matter is, Will doesn't get up in the morning. Neither does my wife. So I'm looking forward to meeting her, man, for sure. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Jeez. She, hey. she, she must not be in a room. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, I was damn. like, wow, Shane, you're being brave. <laughs> no. Nah. So, hey, I'm, I'm looking at the Bad Apple website here, and I don't see anywhere where it says to register. There is a reach out and talk to us. I don't know if that's it. Hold on. Oh, let me, hey, Will, Will, I was messing with you when I said that, man. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. They're, they're, they, no, they want everybody to pre register. Um, now, this is on their page. This is on their – holy crap. Well, I'm, I'm not pre-registered, but I was under the impression you cannot reserve a spot. No, you can't reserve a spot, but you have – you don't have to. But they would prefer you to pre-register. Let me look at this up real quick. Hold on. Yeah, because the spots were first no come, first serve is not my impression. No. Yeah, the, they'll no. give you a total and everything, but you don't have to pay it right then and there. They, you pay it at the door. Correct. Um, let me see here. I'm not seeing 28 days, seven hours, three minutes. All right, Miss Linda. See you, Linda. Good night, Linda. Good night, Linda. Okay, love you guys. I'll see you. Good night, good night, Linda. Night. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for hanging with us, keeping it going. Yeah, you're welcome, Linda. Peace out, girl. Okay. So Mark McElroy says yes, pre-register. Okay, so Will. Will, if you go into um what the heck did I hit? I intend to attend. There's a button there. Hold on here. So if you go into Bad Apple's page, if you look under where it says um 57 576 following this 61 people checked in here and then right underneath that is a is a link www.badapplesHodgesFieldFlyin.com and you click on that it'll have the pricing and then I attend I attend to attend yeah that's where I am okay so what you do is you pick your shirt size if you want a shirt how many nights of camping which you don't have to hit any because i've already paid or it's going to be paid for and then um you just said add to cart then once you add everything to your cart there's not going to be a you don't pay right now um you'll just have your total and you'll have your name and everything so when you get to the when you get to put when you pull in you the guy at the at the gate or whatever will say you know you'll just give them your name and you'll have a total 
and that's when he'll collect the money, and then you drive in. Can, can I pay with tomatoes? <laughs> I don't Only know. Only tomatoes. Lots of tomatoes. <laughs> so, at the, where, where were you before you hit I intend to attend? No, I, I went to, like I said, that website. Okay, so it yes, says, so um, get ready, it's on, 28 days, 7 hours. 21 yeah. minutes, 15 seconds. Then you hit the I attend attend. Right. And then from there, you scroll down and it'll give you all the shirt, t shirt. You've got the um, very first one top left is the 2021 fly in pilot registration, which is 60 bucks. You hit add to cart. Your shirt. Um, I don't see Schmedium. <laughs> yeah, I, already, yeah I, got, <laughs> I got the, I got the, uh, yeah, I mean, I got that, but it's not giving me a total or anything, or even you, an option to view my cart. So, okay, so once you do that, let me see here real quick. I'm going to do pre-cart or add cart. I'm going to do a, that shirt. Oh, it says checkout. It says checkout. Yeah. So, so we're good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you might want to do that, Brian, because you, I think they want to know how many, you know, of each size shirt to have correct yeah and I, I keep missing out on my shirts because i'm not pre-registered a lot of times like at a swanee pair fest um so yeah everybody pre-register what was the website that we can all go to to find bad apples flying i will put apple it in the I, field flying.com yeah i can actually put it in the chat here let me copy and paste it real quick Yep. All right. So if you're in the chat and you want to go to Hodges Field, this is their homepage here. And uh, <clears throat> just go from there and then you will just scroll to when you get to that page, you're going to scroll underneath um, the people that are following this. The 61 people have checked in here and there's a website right underneath it. You click on that website. It'll take you to, um, you know, you pre-registering for being a pilot if you want a shirt great how many nights you're staying um all that good stuff like i said mine mine was like 240 bucks i plan to get there quite early because i need to save i guess the first for anybody listening that's going to bad apples do not park at the first five posts from the pavilion power poles i guess each one of those power poles um are I guess four campers can get to each power pole. And those are all bad apples um members. So if you get there and you're parked and you're all set up in the first five posts, you're gonna be asked to move. So yeah. just remember that. So anything after the fifth pole, so sixth pole on, if you get there early and you get a spot, great. If you've parked in the first one through five, Bad Apples number shows up, you will be moving, just so you know. So I'm, I'm actually supposed to go there, set up cones, and uh, keep people from uh, parking in those first five spots. I, I'm, I'm registered. Yeah, yeah, Brian, don't be the last one of the, of the group. Yeah, man, it actually has a list of everyone that's coming. Yes. Did you see that, I, Shane? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll get registered tomorrow, man, for sure. But Shane, didn't you say that uh, there's roughly 50 spots with power for campers? So people I, I'm, not a, I'm not 100% sure if it's 50 power poles, which would be times four, oh. or, or if it's 50 campers total. Which would be 50 divided by four. 20, or I'm sorry, geez. 30. Well, <laughs> um, I, I'm not 100% sure. I can actually find out more information on that um, and, and share it tomorrow on tomorrow night's show. If uh, Right now, you're, you're getting there on Saturday, and I'm planning on getting there. Sun, Sunday is Mother's Day. I'm planning on getting there on Monday the 10th. I know I was talking to uh, uh, Nick and, and Melissa that run the Bad Apples there, and right. they, they basically said, come on Tuesday, you know, mm -hmm. um, for, for, for most people. So Correct. I'm going to get they there as early as I can. Yeah. They actually say on the website, um, not to get there till, let me see here. I actually have to go to their main page or the, this one here. Hold on. Okay. Um, man, I hate being a slow reader. <laughs> At least you understand it the first time you read it. No, that's the problem. I'm a slow reader. I got to read it a couple times. <laughs> I don't. I don't comprehend what I read, so it sucks for me. I have to read it multiple times. I share a lot with with uh, online, just so you guys know. <laughs> I don't hold anything back. I am exactly. Let's see here. I'm I'm looking on their on their Facebook page. I'm trying to find out where they post. Yeah, I think it just leads people that are listening to the show. Um, right. Tell them what day to get there. Oh, right here it says, "How early can you arrive?" We've had this question a few times so far, and we've modified the policy. We are asking that no one arrive before Tuesday to allow us some time uh, to get pre-prepared. Prepared. Okay. Um, free uh, flying staff will also be collecting camping fees for all who are on the field for the fly-in. So if there are, is no one present, at the entrance when you arrive early, please seek us out to make sure you obtain the camper tag for this year. Also, they're arriving early. Please be aware that you may be asked to change locations depending on where you park. Some spaces near the pavilion, which I just said, will be, uh, uh, be reserved for staff, but um, there may be some additional shuffling around to organize uh, to organize it, organizational purposes. Some of the power poles have multiple 20, 30, 50 amp outlets. So when you park, make sure you leave enough space for other campers to access the main outlet. <clears throat> so 
when you pull up to a power pole, make sure that you leave enough room. Understand there's one central power pole. There will be four campers. So if you park your camper dead center of the back, that power pole's dead center of the back of your camper, they're going to ask you to move over. So initially there's four campsites around each power pole. With that being said, <clears throat> you have to leave enough room. Um, so park your camper so you can um, get in and out. Smoker. Correct. Uh, DP says, uh, never trust a skinny chef. What is staying in the hotel and just hanging over the weekend? Dude, you got, since you're, uh, since you're not flying, I strongly encourage this because one, you don't have to get up bright and early um, if you're at the fly-in, if you don't want to. If you're at a hotel, you can get up in the morning, go have breakfast. Hopefully, it's got a continental breakfast. And then show up at the field. What you're going to see is still pilots taking off. You're going to see pilots landing. You can hang out all day long. And then at the end of it, after you're done hanging out with the fire and, and smelling like smoke, you can... Uh, Head back to your uh, hotel. So, and uh, Kobe Cox pointed out that it's $20 a day. That's not bad. I just paid $28 to be at a state uh, park. And uh, that's, that's they, full hookups. That's not just power, right? No, no, that's power and water, no sewer. They do have a dump station, but there's okay. not at, um, <clears throat> which isn't a big deal. I mean, I just had. Yeah. I had four and a half people in my camper this past weekend and from Friday to Sunday, and I didn't even fill up half of my uh, black tank. So really it's, I mean, they do have four shower houses that have endless hot water. Um, so taking a shower, if you need to, you can, if you don't have a camper, you're in a tent. Um, you can take a shower at the at the bathhouse. They have bathrooms. The nice thing about the showers and the bathrooms, they're two separate. So you don't have to worry about being in the shower and somebody coming and stinking the entire bathroom up while you're taking a shower because you know how wonderful that hot smell of water and someone going to the bathroom is. <laughs> it's separate. So it's awesome. Um I'm trying to think what else I was been told about this place other than the uh, the LZ is like golf course manicured field. Um, there will they will have um, what they call was it field bosses or what is it when they're they'll tell you when to take off and and uh, if the coast is clear. That sounds um, boss. They're, they're, the air boss, they will have an air boss out there. He will point at you and tell you take off. If you fail launch, it's not a gigantic <laughs> big deal. It's going to happen. It happens to everybody. Um, and then you just reset up and wait for him to tell you go again. It's not a big deal. Seriously, it's not a big deal. What did I, did I have? Did I have a fail launch at Swanee? I can't remember. Brian, you remember? Will? I don't remember. I don't yeah, think I, I, re I remember you cut some grass for sure. Um, yeah. Taking that sideways launch uh, across the, no, the that, runway. That was and, Mark. Uh, no, you did it too, dude. That's, what? I, I you some, cut grass? I believe so, man. 
I think you there was a bunch of people that did it though. Don't make I Brian pull out that video, Shane. I didn't cut any grass. I I don't know. I had a failed launch. I, I can't. I can't. I can't remember. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a failed launch, Shane. It was. Uh, it was just you were taking off sideways across the runway because that's into the wind, and basically you remember how tall that grass was if you didn't get the air quick enough. Oh, you mean fail? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. I totally did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, no grass flew up into the air like another pilot that literally disappeared as he as he held brakes full throttle and uh, through the stalled grass. The, oh, dude! <laughs> all you seen was grass flying up, and then the he disappeared, and then you seen the wing flying over and just went boom and disappeared into the grass. <laughs> Did they ever find that guy? Oh, they found him. <laughs> All grass. Hey, oh, uh, Nick, Nick asked uh, how much I just paid there. So it was $60 for the, uh, this is back to bad apples, $60 for the pilot registration and $15 for the t-shirt. And Saturday night will be um, spaghetti dinner and it's free for, I believe, the registered pilots. So with that 60 bucks, you you get to fly and then you get a, a dinner involved in that. So I at first I thought 60 bucks was kind of a bit much, but then when you add in the free dinner, I was just like, eh, all right, that's fair. So you know, I it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. I think this is probably gonna be a close seconds to Dave Purdens. Uh, Dave Purdens just is unbeatable. That view. That's why I can't wait till uh, Tennessee, like the mountains and everything. I just want to fly. And Florida is flat. There's very little hills. And when I went to ten, I went to Ohio. And Dave Purdens, it was just absolutely just breathtaking. Whether you were feet off the ground or you were at twelve twelve hundred feet, it was. It was breathtaking, and I just I I can't wait. Like the more places I fly, the 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 happier I'm gonna be. You you've been to Bad Apples before, right? Nope. They okay. canceled last year because of COVID, the start of COVID gotcha. or whatever. <laughs> well, um, I can tell you, Southern Georgia is not much different than Southern Alabama or Florida, where you're at as far as uh, flatness. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you're not gonna be finding any mountains if that's what you're looking for. No, I'm just looking for new terrain and, and new things to look at. Um, there is a prison, apparently. Uh, Nick just, just pointed that out. There is a prison that they ask you not to fly around because as soon as you get close, if it's uh, time for the prisoners to be out in the yard, they're all going to go inside and they're going to all hate you while they stew in their <laughs> their 8 by 10s or whatever the size of it, 8 by 6 by 8 I don't even know what they are. But uh, um, they, they they do ask that you don't fly near the prison or over the prison. I believe I will accommodate that request. Um, Me too. <laughs> I don't know if you know or not. My my luck. My, I'll have an engine out or my wing will collapse, and I'll end up in the yard. And well, y'all y'all come get me out later. <laughs> Jade, maybe you can make all the guards some shirts and. Uh, <laughs> And get me out. I don't know. 
<laughs> no dropping of contraband. Yeah, don't be one of those stories, man. I, I hear one every once in a while about somebody using a drone to try to bring in some pot, you know, oh, to prison. You know, somebody probably tried to figure about it. <laughs> we lost, we lost Shane. He went for a beer. Shane's gone. Jade's gone. Yeah, where is everybody? I don't know. It's after 10 o'clock. 1005. <laughs> right. Well, it's been a great show tonight, guys. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's I been a lot of fun. I'm sure. forward to Monday nights, you know? Hey, Will, did you get your Christmas tree put away yet? No. <laughs> right on. Is it Christmas yet? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll be here before you know it, man. <laughs> right. It's just become a freaking piece of furniture over there, you know? Don't even notice it anymore. <laughs> so you really got your Christmas tree up still, Will? I really, really do. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Seen it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, leave it up a little while longer. I mean, you'll, I might as well, you know? What the heck? Let's see. There you go. <laughs> well guys hey, hold on for see if i can i don't know hey oh. how how that how that uh christmas tree was discovered he just nonchalantly turned the camera i was like wait a minute did i just see a christmas ball and then i was like in the background there it is <laughs> yeah neighbors are like what the heck is this guy doing where's the leg lamp <laughs> The leg lamp. Oh, the leg lamp. Yeah, all right. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the leg lamp. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of perverts living over there. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Will, do you have a big yard? Can you fly out of it or you, do you, or no? No, I, I fly out of an airport about two miles from my house. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I would love to have a big yard that I could fly out of. I mean, every time I'm flying, I'm looking at huge pieces of land, you know? Oh, that would be so nice. Two miles is close, though. I mean, that's, that's yeah. pretty close. It is close. I don't have to maintain it, you know? And so you're exactly right. I mean... That, that was Mark Elroy's problem. He had the 10-point whatever acres. He said that his biggest problem was mowing it all. Yeah, and then fire ants. We got a big problem with those here. Uh, Nick Griffith in the chat has a, a question for you, Will. So no, no strippers tonight? No, no Shanas? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Nick. Oh, there she is. Oh, there she is. She's uh, making a guest appearance. Look at that. <laughs> you you ask and you that. shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's the greatest one ever, dude. You know, when Jay, that's, that's what I thought Jade was going to do a t shirt for. When she asked, because it was that like that night she was asking about shirt sizes. So I'm thinking, hmm, <laughs> is that what she's up to? It looks like spaghetti straps to me, not an actual shot size, shirt size. <laughs> well, now you're giving her ideas. <laughs> there we go. 
Jade, if you make that shirt with my face like that, I will wear that shirt proudly, just so you know. Uh, she didn't hear you. She, she went into the other room. Oh, Jade, you can't fly worth the darn. What'd you just say? <laughs> <laughs> right. Jade. Oh, Lord. She's down at the 13th bedroom all the way down the hallway. She can't hear you. Oh. So Eric, I'm gonna have to here. Eric, I'm gonna have to make a trip up to Wisconsin to do some uh flying across your lake. I just how do you foot launch and land take off and land on that frozen lake? I don't know. I haven't done it. I did it on the track. It was a lot of fun. But I'm just wear a little uh I'll put screws in the bottom of your shoes. I don't know. Yeah, but it doesn't work if you just go from the sole up. Uh, <laughs> I'll just do a knee landing. There you no, go. Big, big. Okay. All right, Jade's there. Ask her. What did what did what did Walter do? I missed that. Oh, Jade. What? So, do you see Will's background? Yeah. So if you make that shirt of my face like that, I wore that shirt, no problem. <laughs> oh, it's not on there now. Yeah. Uh, so if you just give me a black shirt. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> he said he would wear that shirt proudly. Not probably. I would definitely wear that shirt. I thought I thought pretty sure you said proudly, didn't you? Maybe if it's spaghetti strap, I will put Krista in it with my <laughs> face on it. Lost <laughs> Jade again. She's out. No surprise. Yep, she's back. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! So tomorrow night, eight o'clock Eastern time. What are we doing? We're doing this right here. Hang out. Talking smack and hanging out. Sitting What's there may be a wig involved. What, Jade? What's our main topic? Um, you becoming a all-female show <laughs> in spaghetti straps. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> hey, y'all want to pull a stain tonight um, on Sean? We can all just hang up and leave the show running and we can pull a 15 hour show. Yeah. Man, dude. I don't know why he is. Brian, are you on your computer or your phone? I'm on my laptop oh, and geez. phone. I don't know how, because I've been host on other shows um, on my phone, but he says he can't do it on my phone. So I have to do the computer. And God, I never turn this thing off. So. Out in my out in the stream on my phone, turn TV off. I'm like, I'm going to bed. And then Waller be be like, Hey, dude, you're still live on YouTube. I'm like, I'm putting in a water heater right now. <laughs> I don't think I'm live, but yeah, I've done it twice now. <laughs> Walter says well, it's your show, Shane. You're asking us <laughs> question mark <laughs> what we're talking about tomorrow night. I have no idea. I haven't thought about it. Honestly, it doesn't. I honestly don't think 
<laughs> there needs to be a subject. I, we just start talking and people join the chat and ask questions and we just go from there. I, it really kind of, my point of view, I think it just flows. You know, I we did the, uh, the subject of um, video editing and stuff. I thought that were, I, I think it went really well. The chat was asking a lot of questions. Um, I would totally do that again, by the way. But, I mean, we just shortly after that, we just moved right into just hanging out and talking about whatever. We bounced back and forth constantly about different topics. And it's a hangout, dude. It's it's freaking awesome. I have fun every night on Tuesday night. Not that I don't have fun here, but this isn't my show. And I, I, I got to kind of follow some very <laughs> rules, if you will. But. My show just we just do whatever and have fun. I I absolutely enjoy it. It's what sets your show apart. You know, it's its own unique personality. And and the, oh, I appreciate that. But to go back to what Brian was saying, because we don't, I don't have a particular one one topic. You know, I'm not into paramotors 100 percent for the show. I do everything. I do cooking, camping, hunting, whatever. So I think that will not get me um, a ton of subscribers, but, or get me, I guess what you would call YouTube famous, which again, I don't really care about. I get freaked out when people come up to me and like, I have no idea who they are. And they're like, Oh my God, you're a skinny chef. I'm like, how do I know you? <laughs> like, uh, My first reaction is to be defensive. Like, did we have road rage or something? <laughs> like, how do you know me? But steps back, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it kind of like um Allie. She came up to me and, and Brian introduced me to her. And I, I literally gave her my first and last name as I introduced myself to everybody. And then she's like, Oh, wait, you're skinny chef? And I'm like, Yeah. Like, I'm like already weirded out about it. But I mean, super nice girl. No, absolutely no problem with her, but I just it freaked me out at first. I was just like, How do you know me? <laughs> like, it was just kind of one of those things. And then, uh, we ended up having a, a good little chat and hanging out. I mean, within the first 30 seconds, I did offer to take her into my camper so we could take pictures, which I told that story is so weird. I was, I said it out loud, and then when I said it in my, I heard it in my head, I was like, Dude, you sound like a creeper. <laughs> She wanted to take a picture on the outside of the camper. It's all dark and everything. I'm like, let's go to my camper where it's all lit up. <laughs> the studio, the mobile studio. Yeah, it was. As I said it, I was like, okay, all the alarms in my head are going off. What is going off in her head? <laughs> Would you like some candy? Yeah, dude. It was, <laughs> I was just simply trying to offer a better picture. And then I said it. I was just like, oh my God, it sounds so bad. And I go, and I don't try to make her comfortable as we're going in. I'm like, all my windows are open so they can hear you scream. <laughs> <laughs> this is God's honest truth, by the way. This really happened. And oh, then I she's like, she went in there with you. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> uh, it was the whole situation was just like, I can't believe I said any of this. And I got on the phone. I told my wife what happened. She's like, oh, she just wanted to take a picture. No big deal. I'm like, yeah, but in my head, like all the alarms are sounding. And I, when I get nervous, then I start making really dumb comments and 
none of it makes sense. And I try not to get nervous, I guess. And Jade, at some point, being on YouTube, you're totally comfortable. Totally. Look, let me reach up, turn my microphone off or on. Jade. Yes. Hi, dear. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> on purpose? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Wait, wait till uh -huh. your camp wrap aside him. He's got a cooler full of beer. Oh, the God, yeah. Fire, fire pit, yeah. The fire pit, the cooler, the, the uh, yingling. Oh. So it's going to be bad when I bring you a 24-pack, and I'm like, hey, Jay, can I get one of those beers? Hey, Jay, can I get another beer? Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. <laughs> You're like, can I get my shirt back, Shane? You drank the 24-pack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just I was back. reading the chat. We got Eric trying to set Walter up with his ex-wife over here. Yeah. <laughs> Walter's still what? getting sandblasted. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Pain. Yes, we're still confused. So, bad What day can we, we, not you? show up at bad apples after tuesday which means wednesday text me tomorrow huh text, text tomorrow, me tomorrow. <laughs> yes wednesday wednesday thank you dp yes um text them tomorrow i heard text me tomorrow jade oh my god <laughs> jade text them tomorrow yeah tomorrow Eric. Eric, I'll text you tomorrow. You relay the message. I will do that. It'll be so much simpler. <laughs> you don't want to share it with the whole world right now? <laughs> no, the 11 people plus whoever's in this chat, I do not. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, speaking of such, it's, it's 10, 10, 20 p.m. in my time zone. Yes. Some of, of y'all are on an hour ahead. Yeah, 11.20. Yes. Almost all of you, I think. It is 11.20 here. So I think it's probably about time to wrap it up, man. And Yeah, uh, Br Brian's figuring, Brian's trying to figure out why did he leave me in charge of this chat? <laughs> oh no! I can, I can, I'll, I'll let it roll all night if y'all want to keep going. But hey, I'm going to bail soon. <laughs> Brian's sure. like, I got to work in the morning. Exactly. Gotta I got tomatoes to be picking. Exactly. Yeah, no well, doubt. It's been fun, guys. All right, guys. Yeah, definitely. See um, yeah, see Dave. Tomorrow night, I will see you, some of you. Hopefully on the show. DP, if you want to come on tomorrow night, let me know. I will. Um, let me go back here and get your uh, your email real quick. Okay. What about me? You want me to come on too, man? <laughs> yes, sir. Preferably. Oh, I, I might have something to do now. Uh, <laughs> what? Because Brian's going to be on? <laughs> yeah. <Thank you>. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it, DP. I was only telling this to you, man. It must be the time difference. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, hey, DP, just 
my email is all one word, trust skinny chef Shane at Gmail. Okay. Pretty cool. Pretty simple. Just uh, hit me up tomorrow and uh, I'll get with you and we'll go from there. Cool. Because I am, there's a lot of chat going on here. All right, guys. I will see Bye, guys. you guys tomorrow night. Take care. Good night. Bye, everybody. See you tomorrow. Peace out, everybody. Blue skies, fly skate, and we'll see you at Bad Apples. Good night. Yep.